<laughs> I couldn't handle all that. Ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, and everyone in between, it's your boy, Arizona Verse. And with me, as always, my dude and co-host, Soul Papo. Hello, motherfuckers. Mm. Yo, I'm black. This is the I'm Black Keys Podcast. And we amped today, as you can see. But first mm. things first, Geraldo Rivera. My nigga. Mm. My hitter, my hitter. <laughs> um, Geraldo is making waves this week as uh, he came out in a article. Um, he spoke with Huffington Post Live and after describing himself as a militant moderate, Rivera went on to say, hip-hop has done more damage to black and brown people than racism has in the last 10 years. What do you think about that, Papo? I want to say yes. And no, in, in all honesty, no, but but hear it out though, and, and and it sounds like a racist thing, and it's because it is, most definitely. But you gotta think about it though. Hip hop is this fucking is this baggy pants, fucking hood ass sort of thing. And, I die for my hood. You know what I'm Trayvon. saying? And you and you can <laughs> and you can say that when when in a, and let's say in a suburban neighborhood, you see a bunch of niggas in a car rolling deep, all wearing black, me mugging like a motherfucker because a motherfucker can't smile. You ain't gonna be a little threatened because you hear some fucking young G's in the background talking about oh. all you hear is that sounds like a fucking African chanting call. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Yo, and this is my take. I um I'm I'm going to hop on the bandwagon and I'm going to say that hip hop has done a lot of damage to black and brown people, but I think it is also the result of racism. Black people don't own hip hop. Black and brown people don't own hip hop. We may be the ones singing the majority of it, but when you pull that curtain back, it's all run by old Jewish men. Okay. And so yeah it's doing damage to black and brown people but it's not black and brown people controlling it so i think it's still it's another branch on the tree which is racism just like going back to um in the what is that the 80s with the whole uh ronald reagan and the coke thing and it's like oh man crack is killing the the ghettos and you know destroying black people Yes, it is, but they're not the ones that brought it in there. And I'm not saying that that, uh, you know, makes up for all the fuckery that all these dumb fucks that are growing up listening to this shit is doing. But I'm just saying that it is still, once again, the residuals, the waves coming off of racism. So one one thing that I felt like was the most honest depiction and it fucks me up because I get so mad when uh, when so Papa had a had a daddy. And his daddy was around. I would love to hang out with them and love to uh, fucking show them some of the hip hop music that I love because you know so I'm with my daddy. You know we're hanging out and I just want to show them all the things that I like. Kind of like when like when your kids want to show you all their toys. That's what I would do with my music because my dad would do that, right? So it'd be an yeah. even exchange. Now my old man, every time I show him a fucking song, he always mimicked rap as a <laughs> and it was such a fucking awesome foreshadowing because now we got fucking young thug here and that's all the you know, that's all fucking all here. Now, mind you, you, you catch one or two words. It's a perfect subliminal message. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all fucking tongues. Now, 
You can't say that to a white corporate or let's say just to even to a blue collar gang or whatever the fuck it is that when they think of black folks and, and they and they yeah. think hip hop, you can't say it doesn't have that everlasting image of just a whether you want to call it niggery or just straight up fuckery. <laughs> just straight up fuckery. But I think that is it. And like I've gone back to um the NWA when NWA blew up they're the ones who kind of changed the game in a good and a bad way because before then no one took hip hop serious it was like oh this is just a fad this isn't going to go anywhere bad, bad, eventually people start buying back. it yeah you dig and so when NWA blew up and when the president was talking about them and C. Dolores Tucker and just all these different politicians started getting in there and once they were like oh yeah we gotta burn these CDs and don't sell this music and it's bad for your kids and all that and it started making record sales go through the roof that's when the record execs was like oh this is how we make money off of this people already assume black people are dangerous and all that so you could sell this and these little dumb black kids who are growing up with no uh, no uh, stable family home environment they're going to listen to this bullshit they're going to go out there they're going to commit crimes and they're going to uh, then be shuffled through the private prison system so we can make money off of that and then you also have these white kids living in a suburb who get to live vicariously through this dangerous music so you get to win on both sides and that's exactly what happened and NWA is exactly when that shit started. And then after that, you had the Tupac's when All Eyes on Me, his most ignorant CD, was popping. Oh, they were all on that. Own it. And then All Eyes on Me was one of my favorite records, though. (laughs) See? And that's the thing, like, with Pac. Love Pac. And I'll admit, I didn't start listening to Pac until like 2006. Like, the nigga had been dead for like a decade before I started listening to Tupac. And All Eyes on Me is a great CD, but it was his most ignorant CD and unfortunately his most popular CD because that's what sells and that's what record labels are going to put out is a bunch of bullshit. Look at, look at, uh, the, on, uh, Fox, the Empire show. Have you watched it? Is it pretty pretty ignorant? I could imagine. I won't watch it. I've heard reviews. Yo, I even, shout out to my mom because mom doesn't get into conspiracies or any of that shit. And my mom was like, yo, this is some racist bullshit. She was like, Fox is up to something with this show. And my mom don't even talk like that, yo. But she also pointed out too, she was like, it's ironic that this show was playing at the same time that Blackish, which is a positive black show comes on abc so fox was like no let's put some ratchet shit up against that wholesome black family stuff they're they're gonna start feeling uplifted again and oh shit we (laughs) don't don't need no no negroes you could only get somewhere through hip-hop music let's bring it back drugs and basketball maybe hip-hop we giving it to white folks anyway shouts out to iggy and fucking michael lamar Either you slang crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot or you gonna fucking demonize hip hop. I don't know. FNA. Allow me to reintroduce ourselves. Once again, it's your boy, Arizona Verse. And with me, my dude and co host, Soul Papa. What's happening? Um, I'm black. He's Mexican. Right. But you should already yeah. know that. If you don't, you should Google it. Oh. Now, 
This is a podcast about nothing in particular, just current events minus the bullshit. Happy bullshit. Make sure you check us out at ibhmpodcast.com where you can watch live episodes, check out our photo gallery featuring our lovely, lovely dedications. Ooh, and that wall is getting too. massive, yo. Yeah, the mess of bitches. Mess of massive. We gonna, we gonna show that in a quick second. But, um, yeah, make sure you check out the dedications, uh, follow our blog, uh, catch up with some of the random articles we talk about on the ADHD section, and find all of our archived episodes over there at IBHMPodcast.com, along with much, much more fuckery. Ooh, so much now, speaking of fuckery, you can follow me on my main source of social media fuckery, which is Tumblr. Hmm. And that can be found at a different state of black.tumblr.com. And if you want to follow my dude, Soul Popo, on his main source of social media fuckery, it is. Which is also that Tumblr. S O U L P A P O.tumblr.com. Soul Popo, every time. Oh, every time. Every time. On everything, but no, real quick, yo, real tang, pooty tang. Are we transitioning? <laughs> Ex pooty tang. Yo, I just want to throw this up real quick for the live audience and for the new, um, new listeners, viewers, new watchers, listeners, all that click shit. On the link. If you clicked on the <laughs> link, uh, we do this little thing called dedications when we celebrate beauty in um, every way that we can. And uh, this dedication wall, yo, just peep this real quick, Popo. I'm just scroll right. through the whole thing, yo. You, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm man. Yeah, my dick just, in my hand, y'all. Just ready, yo. So I'm yeah, this is just the lovely dedications over ooh, the uh, three years. Too. Ooh, who the hell is that? Oh, okay, that's my pick. I'm sure. Oh yeah. And we all races. Oh, Ooh. we even there's some penis. We got some penis oh, shit. on there, the wall. There's a few yeah. dicks dangled in there. There's, there's a few dicks that pop up, but hey, um, we got some. Uh, even the uh, plus size ladies get love over here. Big bitches need love too. You know what? Yeah. I wish that we can have like a segregation. Well, there's another penis. I wish we can okay. have like a. Oh, there's another one. Shit. There's a, oh there's goddamn! A now, penis. now they're just coming out the woodworks. They're just falling oh, out the sky. Yeah, it's just, raining oh, men. Yeah. Hallelujah! <laughs> it's raining men. <laughs> Many dedications. Shout out to uh, Fem Fatale who had a couple shows this last weekend, uh, killing the game. Still out here in Arizona doing a damn thing. Uh, fucking just dedication. I almost after wish dedication. we could have like a segregation, like a parting of the of the Red Sea, so we can each see each bitches <laughs> on each side. And my wall will be so bright, and I'll just leave it at that. But my wall oh, will yeah. be so bright, wouldn't oh, be yeah. a speck of darkness. But yeah, over the years, <laughs> over the years, look at Ooh, oh, this. Just, silver, it's man. still going. Well, I feel it's like I'm reminiscing. No, let's, let's, oh, just okay, reminiscing. Finally, we're, oh. at, we're at the end of it. Good. All, All right, right. we're at the end. We just had to Ooh. reminisce over a lovely dedication wall. We've sacrificed all of them so they can live forever. My restless leg syndrome is kicking in now. Ooh. Yes, sir. And uh, make sure y'all check them out. Show love. Follow them and uh, let them know. Let them know. Just let them know. That's all you got to do. But um, speaking of dedication, take off that time. Shit, I don't want people to hear every time I Facebook something. Oh, is that you picking that well, up for me? Yeah, it must be. Unless it's me. Oh. Well, are you oh. hearing the chamber? I don't know. Maybe they oh. can't hear. Fuck it. We'll see. We'll no, see. No, that's probably my cell phone. Let me cut that shit off. All right. But uh, speaking of dedications, uh, going back a few, few, few episodes. 
um, I dedicated a show to Amber Rose and you came back and dedicated it with uh, Khloe Kardashian. Which is so... It's so ironic that (laughs) they're beefing now. Shots fired. I think they're fighting over our love and dedication. You know what? I I bet that's that's what what it it is. is. I knew we was growing. I knew our Tumblr pages was blowing up. Yo. IBH and podcast everything. Everything. But uh, shots were fired, yo, this past week. And this was probably the greatest Twitter beef of 2015. Um, I can't think of a scenario where we'll have a better Twitter Twitter beef this year. So I don't know. This, this might be the end all be all. I know it's still early in the game. All I'll right, say so, that. So, so pretty much. All right. So what sparked this shit? Because so, I, I heard I saw one tweet that Amber Rose was shotting at. Uh, I thought he was sh- uh, shitting on Kim, but apparently it's against Chloe. And then also the now cut. how it how it started, which was interesting, because I saw the video the day it came out before the Twitter beef happened, and basically Amber Rose was on the Breakfast Club um, getting interviewed, and she was speaking of yeah Power One Hundred Five. Wait, is the Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club the one with the Rosenberg or no? No, no, that's Hot 9-7. Okay. Um, Breakfast Club is Charlemagne, Charlemagne, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee. Okay. All right, so they brought up the whole uh, Kylie Jenner Tiger thing. And for those who haven't been keeping up, um, Kylie Jenner is 17, Tiger is 25, they're rumored to be dating. And Amber Rose is friends with Black China, who is Tiger's baby's mom. So, oh, because I've heard that name layer. before. Isn't, isn't she a yeah. famous hoe? Isn't she like a she, hip-hop She's hoe? a famous hoe. Yeah, okay. she gets it in. She gets it in. Kind of like but, Erica um, Badu, but without the, te- <laughs> without the oh, vocal no. talent. Don't, don't, don't disrespect. No, I mean, I mean, that's, that's going oh, to be the future mother of humanity. But I'm just saying, oh. though, like, I'm sorry. I, oh. You just got passed around <laughs> a lot is all I meant to say. But also, uh, they asked Amber Rose her take on the whole Kylie Tiger thing. And Amber Rose said that Kylie's a baby. She needs to go bed at 7 o'clock and relax. It's ridiculous. Tiger should be ashamed of himself. That's how I feel, for sure. She said um, he has a beautiful woman and a baby that he left for a 16-year-old who just turned 17. So somebody else saying that, you know, Tiger and Kylie have been, you know, messing around for a while. And then I'm ashamed. Share this screen for the lot people watching I, I, I wanna, live. I want to say I, and I'm pretty sure he's going to come up later in the show. And you know how I hate that nigga Drake, but there's this one line that he had, and I forget mm. what song where he says, you, "No, oh, you save that act- for later." Save oh it for shit! Later. Well, no, no, this is line though where he says, "You should be acting your girl's age or your own age, well, yeah, not your girl's he, age." Yeah, I'm not too exactly. sure if that was a silent shots fired, but uh, no, that was aimed at Tiger. Was and it? We'll get into that a little okay. later too. All right, stay tuned, motherfuckers. So, stay tuned, motherfuckers. But um, so Chloe heard that and decided to fire back on Twitter, and she said, um, "I was a stripper since I was 15 years old." Really? In quotations. No, she's speaking. Oh, that's Rose. what. Am- yeah, what that's Amber what she Rose had that told hair. Fox. She looked good. Okay. <laughs> and she said, please don't worry about my sister who has a career and shit together at only 17. And um, she went on to say, uh, please stop talking about us in interviews, mama. None of us talk about you. 
So then Amber Rose fired back and said, I'm happy you brought up the fact that I was a stripper at 15. I'll be that little whore to support my family like your older sister is a whore to support hers. We're we're even love. And so first off, shots fired. Um, Amber I, 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 like got a, she, I like how Chloe hit back with the fucking biblical shit. <laughs> Motherfuckers probably didn't even realize it either. No, but uh, with the Amber Rose with the your older sister is a whore. She has a good point. Once again, how did the Kardashians blow up Shuei to where they were at? It started with that first product, which was the, the Kim Kardashian sets tape. Which to this day they still don't own. Shots out to Amber Rose, who owns the fact that she was a stripper when she was fifteen. You can never use somebody somebody's truth against them if they live, you know, by their own truth. So yeah, I ain't shit, and you can talk about me all you want because I know I ain't shit. But your ass keep acting like you better than what you really is. So anyway. Anyway, so uh, going down, what? Oh, and what biblical thing did she say? Oh, I mean, it's it's one of the most at? corniest lines. But she said, "People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones." Oh wait, you got ahead of me. Where are you at? No, I'm on the second one, right, right under uh, where it says I was stripper since 15. It was like literally like the next tweet. Oh, I skipped that line. I see where yeah, you're at. But yeah, I mean, people that, who live in I glass mean, houses. So, I mean, mind you, you're, you're oh. going on a rant. They're going back and forth. I mean, these are. Typical sort of back and forth shit that they do. They gotta defend each other, talk all this shit. And it went on for a good little fucking while. People be Twitter banging hard. And I, uh, I can't say it's not entertaining. I, and you know what? And because of this, I bet you it helps people read. The young, ignorant yeah. youth who keep up with both of these hoes. You know, they be reading. Uh, and Chloe uh, went on to say, we get asked questions about people all the time, and my sisters and I always take the high road and don't answer. Truth is, we don't know yeah. these people. I don't know Amber, so why would I comment on her? I'm not going to comment on someone I don't know. That's unfair. We all hear things via social media or blogs, but I would only want to comment on someone if I actually knew them or had my own personal history with them. I would think others would want the same respect. And then she says, the three sides to every story yada 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 so anyway amber rose tweeted back for her not to panic and uh chloe said well damn i didn't realize i called you a whore but at the end of the day um whore i guess people love to call us all whores easy jab to throw it is what it is we still living though so she started trying to like back up from the beef if you will and then amber rose took it to ether mode and dropped this little beauty <laughs> on instagram uh, with a picture of kanye looking surprised and it says when your sister-in-law calls you out for her or calls out your ads for being a stripper but your wife has a sets tape bang bang then uh hit him with another one a picture of kanye talking to all of the kardashians and uh, kanye <laughs> saying she's from south philly y'all might not want this problem oh god and, and then, he's such um, a perfect fucking memer to throw oh, out, man. Like it's it's just too much ammo. Is that ammo? Uh, oh, 
Yeah, that was remember the spread eagle pick that she dropped, and for whatever Chloe liked the photo. Like I don't know. And then uh, Amber came back one last time and said, "I'm so sick of these plastic assholes bullying people because they got the media outlets on payroll. Shit's Ooh. weak as fuck." She said, "You think because your dad was a professional football player that got away with murder, you're better than me, girl? Huh?" Then she said, "I'm dumb dragging this bitch. Lesson of the day, children. Please don't." try move because uh, i'll humble you bang burn killed that hoe Ooh, speaking so, of bad uh, hoes though that younger sister she she is the most sweetest at the batch so i can't yo, i can't hate on tigger I, j- I just want to know what's up with uh chicks and grills like that's the new thing i don't get it that's you know, that not shit always comes back because because basically because bitches be thinking that shit makes them hard right i don't know I don't know. But the last thing with the whole Amber Rose uh, Kardashian thing, like memes blew up all throughout the week. It was like another one I saw of uh, Kim crying. And she was like, if it was like, if I was Beyonce, Kanye would defend me more or some shit like that. Oh, shit. I did see that meme. That's the meme that had me cracking up because it's fucking very true. Like, why the fuck does he stand up for this bitch the way he does? Yeah. Anyways, that ain't none of my business. And then Kanye, lastly, towards the end of this week, came on to the Breakfast Club and um, kind of talked about the whole situation. And he said that he had a couple of points. He was saying how Amber, you know, he thinks she took it a little too far, like if we could just calm down. But then he kind of fired shots back saying that if Kim had feelings for him when he had feelings for her, there would be no Amber Rose because the story is Kanye been chasing um, Kim yeah. since she was a intern for Brandy. So like this has been like long going that Kanye has had a thing for Kim. And um, then lastly, he had said that yeah. before Kim let him smash, she made him take 30 showers to wash Amber Rose off the stank of Amber Rose off of him. So Yo, okay, because I saw a meme about 30 showers, but some, yes. I didn't understand that thing. Yeah, so uh, Kanye claims that Kim made him take 30 showers before she let him hit because he had to wash Amber Rose's stank off, so... Yeah, sometimes I feel like you do, though. Not 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 to say that, you know, I'll be messing Yo. with some stinky bitches, but you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that pussy just stay on me. Yo, one thing I do have to ask, though, because Amber Rose gets shit just like, you know, Kim. But is Amber Rose really a hoe? Since Amber Rose has been famous and since Kim Kardashian has been famous, how many men has Kim Kardashian been linked to? And how many men have Amber been linked to? So far, she dated Kanye and there was no rumors of her cheating on Kanye and she left Kanye. Then she was with Wiz Khalifa. There was no rumors of her cheating on Wiz Khalifa. But then um, Wiz cheated on her and left. And so why do we have the assumption that Amber Rose is a whore? Is it because she uh, shows her body off a lot? Is that the reason why we call her a hoe? Because we have evidence that Kim Kardashian is a hoe. We got evidence of that. But technically, <laughs> we don't have a- we don't have evidence that Amber's a hoe. It's all speculate. Well, actually, you know what? Yeah, there's not even anything to speculate. So, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But before we switch off from Kanye, just because I have to put him on blast in this. Oh, uh, if you don't mind, can we? Can we? Can we? Can we buy yes. some more shots? Right, even though right now my Facebook don't look like it wants to work. All right, I sent it off anyway. I think. 
But and this I guess happened last September. But oh, there was wait, I didn't a, get the link. Oh, there. Oh, it's just shooting now. But there was a, oh, a, a, a basketball game, and it sounded so much like Kanye, where apparently he did like this charity game against handicapped kids, and fucking Kanye scored 106 points against him. <laughs> I hope this ain't real. Oh he beat God. the shit out of some handicapped kids, and Kanye uh-huh. would. Like I can't even deny it. Like when I heard it, I was like, uh-huh. that makes sense. That shit is hilarious. And, yo, I saw a, uh, a meme of Kanye, and it was like Kanye's the type of nigga to unplug your life support so he could charge his phone battery. Son of a bitch. Niggas, niggas be going in on Kanye. That shit is not right. Yo. I'll put this onto our face so people can read it themselves. <laughs> we'll, let the, we'll let the fans be the judge. Let yeah. us know what you think. Now, uh... Something else I wanted to know, another bit of controversy that's going on. Um, Cindy Crawford released a photo or a photo got leaked, an untouched photo. Yo, there's and, a lot of untouched shits, man. I saw one of Beyonce that made me cringe. I know. I didn't see that one, but I heard about it. I'm going to have to look it up. I'll send it to you. But, uh, but anyways, bang, but bang. what's up Cindy Crawford, man? She was a woman with some glory behind her. And um, this is the new photo of Cindy Crawford that got everybody uh, in an uproar. And when I look at this, I just see a 50-year-old woman who can still get it, honestly. <laughs> still little, get she it. She's a little dark for my taste nowadays. <laughs> now, this um, this untouched photo of Cindy Crawford in lingerie is going viral, but it's not for the reasons you might expect. What's causing a stir isn't the 40-year-old supermodel sexy pose, but the surprise is seeing what an unphotoshopped body looks like. Um, the photo that leaked on Twitter is from a 2013 Marie Claire Mexico and Latin American cover story, and it shows the mother of two looking glorious but not flawless. And a lot of people just kind of like lost the fucking mind, and it just kills me because... Um, this is what people look like. This goes back to the, what was her name? Ashley Graham, Trav's dedication from last week, the plus yeah. size, the plus Figure. size model. Yeah. Um, it goes to her. She's not plus size. That's what regular people look like. Like, and so I hope this untouched shit keeps going. I want to get to a point where we can see regular women own covers because it, it's it's another form of fucking brainwashing and controlling women you put these women on these covers and you touch them up so then women could chase these unrealistic goals of, oh my god i'm not shit because i don't look like her on that cover and the chick on the cover doesn't look like that like <laughs> i just want the, the world to wake up just wake up no, wake up, wake up. No, because you know what? Because we see all this shit in this glittery fucking screen that we stare at it with the brightness on full blast and we just, and we fucking praise. That's the only fucking time we ever put our hands together and fucking <laughs> hold up in fucking glory like it should be fucking to our goddamn God. And no, man, we put these motherfuckers on the pedestal. So of course it's, it's going to be earth shattering because then people don't have to feel bad about themselves. You know, yeah. they could quit hating themselves. People could be positive and start fucking doing righteous shit. We don't want none of that. No, we want some we want some hood antics. 
I know. I guarantee you there's like a ton of fucking women who have been in the gym since 2013 when that photo came out, the touched up version, talking about, oh, my God, I wish I looked like Cindy Crawford. I got to go to the gym every single day. And now after two years, they realize that bitch didn't even look like that. But, yeah. Hood antics. What were you saying? Huh? Oh, I'm just I just kind of meant the fact that negativity is kind of like just like war it stirs up an economy you know what I'm saying and without you feeling like shit feeling like you need something we wouldn't have product to sell you know what I'm saying it's the perfect kind of chain reaction for motherfuckers to buy 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 I don't know I could just be wumbling shit who knows and I thought you were segwaying Oh, well, <laughs> hey, you know what I should have I actually got too lost in my fucking rant that I quit fucking looking into the thing. But, uh, oh, actually, and I, well, I guess what does lead into some fucking some fuckery because of racist motherfuckers who thought that uh, fucking Quest Love was Afro, man. Like, see, it's all about uh, fucking, not inception, fucking perception. And motherfuckers just don't know shit. But what, what the fuck happened, though? What, oh. Afro man got arrested for a brutal attack on a female fan? Bang, bang. Apparently, on February 17th, rapper Afro Man, who happens to be a black man with an afro. This picture do look like Quest Love, though. <laughs> well, I gotta share this for the people. Uh, fucking Afro Man. And it's just hilarious because I, I bet your white friend was like, oh, hip hopper, black, afro. Oh, must have been yeah. Quest Love. It was Quest Love. He's like, the guy from The Roots? My nigga, you, you know, know G- about The Roots. The, the guy like, on Jimmy you know Fallon. That guy. I said, oh, okay, well, now I know why you know him from. But yeah. But uh, last Tuesday, he was reportedly arrested in the middle of a show in Biloxi, Mississippi, after allegedly sucker punching a female fan in the face. Um, it's uh, the he, he, uh, it's amazing that he's still around because he yeah, only had the because I got high. Yes, yeah, that's all that he had. That literally was the only, that was his only fire. Like if Iggy falls off tomorrow, we could joke and say that she was a one hit wonder with Fancy, but technically she had other singles and she had an album and a whole bunch of other shit. But literally, Afro Man has because I got high. That's yeah. all you got, nigga. You like Sir Mitzalot with don't, uh, Baby. Don't got make me back. don't make me defend Iggy because work was a fucking triumphant bastard of a fucking single. But yes, I do agree. All right, all right. But um, I had to throw that. I had to fight. I had to defend white women. I thought there was. A, I think there's a video out but here. So, Afro but from what I was being told, and mind you, this this is this is. I feel like I'm like the New Yorker. I'm just speculation on speculation on speculation. But apparently, he was playing guitar. I didn't know this nigga played guitar. I thought that oh. was just a whole. I thought that was just one of his uh, ninjas, or you know, he posed as as a guitar player. But uh, that he was just playing, and this girl was on his on his dick. And that I'm not too sure how proud of a man he is, or how big of a bitch this was that he had to fucking knock her out. But that he was trying to shoot her away. I mean, you can't really do too much when you're playing guitar. If a bitch is grounded and you let her do what she will. I think or, I found the video. I'm trying to bring it up. Oh, here we go. All right. So let me cut the volume off. I just want to know on YouTube why the fuck the owner of this page that I'm about to watch this video on I just want to know why he got the pedo bear what's up with that that, that could be their ads uh, <laughs> I just feel like I'm getting set, <laughs> feel like I'm getting set up right now yo, like what the fuck shit, is up what you trying to do, but uh, make me here goes that 
Afro Man video. Let's see. So the chick is on stage. Looks like they're tall. Oh, she looked like she's drunk. Oh, she's drunk and drinking on stage. Afro oh. Man's trying to play his guitar. And she and she a big oh. girl. I understand. And she's trying. Oh my god! Damn! I thought he pushed her away. This yo, nigga fucking really did sucker punch her. This nigga hit her with the clothesline from hell, yo. Let's see that bitch in slow motion. Fuck bitch. Her. Yo, so, okay, it wasn't that serious. That nigga ne- didn't need to do all that. And I love how he go back to playing the guitar <laughs> like he didn't He's just like, serve that I bitch. I forgot what Fred I was on, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Oh, dude, get some, man. Why'd you hit her, man? Let me go. Oh, here we go in slow motion. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, that's 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 horrible. That's horrible. I wonder if that was her. I wonder. I wonder if that was a motherfucker's girlfriend. I thought she was grinding on him. I was thinking that he did this righteous thing because he's a married man and can't have a bitch on him. And oh man, I ain't ain't no defending the nigga. I'm sorry. to play devil's advocate, I wonder how long that was going on. Because the video's only 30 seconds. And for all we know, that bitch could have been on stage for like an hour messing with him. And I don't know, she could have been Why didn't singing. security do something, though? Yeah. Then that's, yeah, security should have got involved. But I guarantee that dude that hopped on stage wasn't, the, that's the Captain save kind of nigga. He like, man, she drunk and just got punched. I know I can get this pussy. Ooh, I'm going to drag baby. Let me this bitch you. home. Let me drag you home, baby. Make sure you all right. <laughs> Let me that rub was... my dick where he hits you. Does Ooh, this feel better? T- tell me if it hurts still. But Dude, speaking still of dragging hurt. a bitch and fucking taking some swings... And then, then he actually made a little headway in, into the, into our segment earlier. What's up with uh, Ray J and his bitch? Uh, they got into some shit. Uh, rumors have it uh, that rumor. Ray J's girlfriend was arrested for beating him up in a hotel room. Yeah. Now this is wow. according to All Hip Hop. Shouts out to whoever wrote this on All Hip Hop. Her name is Princess Love. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, but uh, it says that um, the rally star and his girlfriend, Princess Love, got into some type of altercation. I, I, like, I like how he's known for being a reality star. Now, we totally forgot that he used to sing or that he was Brandy's little brother. Oh, he just, yeah, he's just a know, reality he, star now. He used to be a singer. No, nah, he... But he was yeah, only he singer because love. he was someone's brother. Yeah. Yo, that Setsy Canna record, though, was my shit. <laughs> Setsy Canna just bought in my manners. That was Ooh. my shit. Um, was it Tigger on that? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, that, that was that was something Young Ferg or Young Bird or Young, young Berg, Mister. I can't stop getting robbed. Oh yeah, shit. that was the nigga that got yeah. his chain snatched like eighty eight times Fuck and it. finally retired because he couldn't get none He's of like, his chains it, back. Right. I'm not, I'm not yeah. getting it back. <laughs> but um, Ray J and his girl got in some type of altercation that left Ray J bruised and bloody. It says law enforcement tells us, and this is according to TMZ, that it happened last Wednesday after Ray J returned to his hotel after spending the night with TV producers at a strip joint. Ray J, who stars in Love and Hip Hop Hollywood with Princess Love, told cops Princess went ballistic and attacked him, cracked several ribs, busted his lip open, oh, and fuck. tore his ACL. Damn! I mean, Someone... Sports, he tore his ACL. 
Someone in the hotel told cops they heard Princess scream, I'm going to kill you. We're told Ray J ran out of the room and told, or and a hotel security guy saw him bleeding and called 911. We're told Princess was arrested and booked for domestic abuse and battery. And, and sources say Ray J bailed, um, himself bailed her out and paid the 10K for the lawyer. Just so, like a uh, fucking beaten and battered dumb bitch. Why this? Why this nigga let his? How how you gonna let your girl Ray Rice you? How you gonna let that happen, dog? Dog, like, didn't you learn something from Tiger? Like, didn't Tiger get his ass whooped as bad by his woman? Like, you can't come back. Like, just go away forever, ever, (laughs) nigga. Kill yourself. Oh shit! Kill yourself. Oh, speaking. Oh, not saying that. Huh? No, no, I'm just saying, goddamn, like, fuck. <laughs> All right, so we, 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 need, we need to keep, we need to, for a bold man to come back in the news. What the fuck's up? Well, fucking. Shots out to motherfucking yes. 50 Cent, one of yeah. my favorite cats. He ain't never gonna be beaten by a bitch. No, he's no, he's no, gonna buy a bitch's rights. And dangle her on a fucking thread before he ever gets fucking beat. Fifty got so much money, yeah. He gonna buy and sell you before he let his let himself get his ass whooped by a chick. But um, Fifty came out recently and had a good point because shots out to the boy Bobby Schmurda, who is still in jail and still hasn't posted that two million dollar bail. It's been what like a month now. Two mil? Shit. He may not yeah, be worth been- that much though, to be honest. Like they but, figure, like that's his advancement and his fucking. And his <laughs> like nigga, you gonna owe us a lot more. But uh, Fifty Cent said that Epic Records has mishandled the Bobby Schmurder criminal situation. He was doing an interview with uh, DJ Who Kid on Shady Forty Five, and he said, "You know what? I really like to see though. I'd like to see that check from Epic. How they gonna get Bobby, or how they didn't get Bobby out? Um, why didn't they bail him out?" Bobby Schmurder posted the two million dollar bail in late January after spending six weeks in jail for charges of weapons conspiracy, drug paraphernalia, a whole bunch of other shit. And um, he's facing 25 years if convicted and his GS9 crew faces more than 100 charges. And 50 just brought up the whole point of uh, how he bailed Young Buck and Lloyd Banks out of jail and just, you know, looked out for these different cats. And Bobby Schmurder had said that um, Epic really ain't reached out to him since he got locked up. So they made that hot nigga money and was like, oh, well, figure that out, youngster. Well, because they, they probably figured, too, like, shit, we own this song. It's, this is our shit. You in jail. You going to be in <laughs> I there guess for a he, while. We don't got to spend a dime on your ass. We got the one song that we want. But like, we got our hit single, so uh, good luck with that jail sentence. But I think uh, he does have a point, like that whole thing. And, um, yeah, Schmurder went on saying that, um, uh, no, they're not belling me out. They're speaking about Epic or uh, not standing by me that much. Every time I call them, the they have excuses about the parent company who is Sony saying this and that. So, nah, it's more people on the streets that's been standing by me than them. I got a visit, uh, or I haven't got a visit from one of them yet. And um, this goes back to what I said earlier about the hip-hop and the violence and the different bullshit and so on and so forth. And that is exactly what it is. These record owners are profiting off of these 
ignorant rap records and they're not really looking out for the fucking artist they're like we're gonna make this controversy like you rapped all this shit on this song and we were all behind you and we're gonna put all this money in it but then once we find out that you're really doing that shit oh I can't fuck with you as a person you gotta figure that out Yo. but you had no problem selling that message okay well because okay. it was already done it was already made they didn't have to work for Ooh, about no fucking studio tell the shit was it was like it was just free money Ooh. shit alright we'll, we'll let you bow out for a little bit honestly it almost sounds like a perfect conspiracy because you see that you have a young motherfucker who's who's into this hood fuckery these hood antics oh. you know he's gonna get himself in trouble so what do you do you you let him boast a little bit you let him bask in his little ambience that one fucking hit single so that he shows his ass and bam let him stay there let's get all these niggas back in jail and let's keep get the em. hit singles let's get them oh let's round them up That's get the truck once again. Once again, I'll call conspiracy because the FBI had been watching Bobby Schmurder for a while. And so it's just odd that this kid blew up out of nowhere. And within six months, he became uh, from a nobody to the hottest rapper in the game to, oh, my God, you're getting indicted by the FBI. That nigga got set up. So, yeah. Speaking of setting shit up, um, I'm going to introduce a new segment to the show. I want to take... Uh, the problems and the negativity uh, uh, of my life. I want to do something positive with it. And, uh, you know, your boy, um, your boy drinks at times. And I used to say how uh, when I was working in the graveyard, what's up? I see you begin your swimming pools on. I, you know, pour, drink, pour, uh-huh. drink, headshot, drink, oh. sit down, drink. No, uh, so yeah your boy was uh chilling with jack and mary and i decided to give this new drake album a listen and in it all because remember back when i was working graveyard one of my things i used to love to do is uh get drunk and listen to bad music and so you get just me the most turned up Exactly. And so I'm going to have you open up the link real quick, Papo. You got it up in the back. I'm looking at it right now. All right. So fucking rap genius lyrics accompanied. Ain't that so what your boy did was uh, I was chilling, turned up in a low key way like I do. And I listened to the Drake album and I had together. I'm so jealous. (laughs) You fucking ass. And I had Rap Genius up in the back so I could read the lyrics along. And I did a live review of Drake's brand new album. And I typed this up, like I said, under the influence while listening to it live. And uh, I'm going to let Popo read this. I haven't read this since I since I did this. So this is me um, going back to that night. And um, this is what I feel about Drake's new album. All right, so going starting off with Legend, which which was and the real first quick, and you yeah you listen to the album right? Oh, okay, so yeah, add I, what I you to yeah. it. okay you, no, and, you can and add I, your pieces to it. I almost so. feel I almost feel like I should. And I didn't I didn't take a live review as I as I should have because in all honesty I went in wanting to hate this motherfucker. And one thing I can honestly say is that it goes, it bumps. Yeah, he picked the right fucking beats. It was rumored that this was going to be something that was like. Um, like the b-sides of shit but obviously this was an album so whether or not this is something that he's leaking to either oh, and i got some more about that we'll okay. get to that in a second right, we'll there's some more the there's some background about the album then before i go into shit but yeah I, you had noted legend decent nice start to the album definitely did it actually had that energy which 
Coincidentally, the second track was Energy. It says you put here, hook is cold, low and beat, not bad at all. Mind you, he's very... This is very commercially acceptable. I heard people say yes. that it's not commercially appealing. That's some bullshit. This has this has and Bobby Schmurder and fucking uh, yeah. who's the hippity dippity guy and Young Thug written all yeah. over it. And I think a lot of people just said that off of the strength of he didn't have that obvious single like oh this is obviously a Drake all of single. it was obvious single i mean it's not an obvious Drake single because there was no yeah, singy song shits there you but, go but That's these what are it all it's obvious singles but not obvious drake singles right and whether this can be written off as a put pass sort of thing i don't know how you would call it but it was now this pisses me off as soon as i fucking read it which lets me know that jack and mary had you on your feelings because arizona verse wrote Drake is this generation's Jay-Z, incredibly yep. marketable, respected by hip-hop heads, and hated by hip-hop heads, but music very relevant to today, which is yes. very true, which threw off the speculation this was just a bunch of B-sides because a lot of references that he threw out there were from current things. Like He threw yep. out getting turned up on a Tuesday, which, mm. I mean, kind of song is fairly new, you know what I'm saying, at least within the past year. Uh, you had uh, so I guess yeah. I guess I can't argue with but that because that's definitely listening true. to listening to it. I was like, yo, yeah, this Drake is this generation's Jay Z because Jay Z his whole career rode that wave of he can spit, but he's also doing this commercial bullshit. And then you have hip hop heads. It's like, oh yeah, Jay Z's one of the dopest. Just like nowadays, you have a bunch of hip hop heads. Joel Ortiz is big on Drake. Joel Ortiz thinks. Drake is the really? baddest motherfucker alive and Joel what? Ortiz is a monster on the mic and he looks up to Drake how dare so. he how dare he I'm so, so mad see <laughs> and it's that same thing cause coming up there was a lot of hip hop heads that like Jay Z and a lot of niggas like no Jay Z on that bullshit he on that bubblegum bullshit so Drake is this generation's Jay Z and that's what I learned while um, I was under the influence listening because to I mean damn right he's loved and hated now me who I would consider my myself a hip-hop head we, we we some hip-hop heads right yeah i know i hate him for the sheer commercial aspect of him but you can't deny his his record his rap sheet his fucking yeah. his singles which mind you is what makes him elevated and definitely puts him on that jay-z pedestal because you can't deny him his fucking his singles and his uh his conglomerate of shit yes sir all right but going down um 10 you bands mentioned understanding though he was seven what Oh, no, no. Go up. Ten Bands is the next one. All right, sorry. That's what I was going to go. And Ten Bands was definitely one of those. You put, you commented nice. Uh, It says, no matter how hot a a Drake record is, it always comes off as if he's trying too hard to me. And that's exactly right. That was my feelings exactly on this whole thing. Because he didn't, you could tell, mind you, this is kind of his childish Gambino's royalties. It's him wanting to have his, not that he's never had his black card, but, you know, that's always been in the rager because his Jewness, his actorness, all his, all these Let me shits, show which, how hard I am. Which he does bands, call out a lot of this bands, hundred bands, fuck yeah. it, man. Let's just not even discuss it, man. Which, but, mind you, definitely fucking single worthy. It's yep. singalongable. 
But one one thing for sure that I, I definitely got from this record is he's throwing out he's throwing out his cards because he's been so he's been mimicked and made fun of so much. He figured fuck it, might as well put this all on the table. He even called himself Aubrey. He's called himself Jimmy on this shit. He's yep. fucking he's related to. There's another line. I hopefully you have it down here. I forget what song it was where he goes. Uh, Most of me these motherfuckers fake in my acting days are behind me. Oh he's, yeah, that was a cold line. Yeah, and and I don't know if you have it noted he, here on one of these. I don't but, I don't think I have it noted. But yeah, he said how he has to be about around a bunch of rappers that he don't like and he said his acting days is over i forgot how it went he's, like, yeah. he's like i'm tired of uh having to uh was it beef uh beef uh well not beef to be fake around these people that he doesn't even like is like my acting yeah. days over so that was a hot line and he had a few hot lines i cannot deny and this other song which it makes me wonder there has to be a trend in hip hop or with the record labels to where the word Madonna is becoming all the more oh wait wait oh wait no you skipped no I didn't you skipped like four songs no the fuck I didn't it went from <laughs> ten bands the next one's Know Yourself oh that's I thought I thought that was your own thing okay know oh yourself. no no yeah that's the name of the song Know Yourself I thought those were yeah. you know what let me pull up the track listing then I probably didn't even recognize that that was the case <laughs> Know Yourself is that where he's mumbling to himself no, or is that's that what talking Madonna. about his mom? Wow, it's the fuck. Oh, and actually, that had a that had a strong hook to it, though. You, now, who read the first reaction? Though, the fuck is first. he talking about? I was so confused <laughs> when the song first came on and running through the sits with my woes. And I was I was Yo. so confused because I don't follow Drake like that. So that line completely now, went past me. On the album first. cover, he has the number six on there with praying yes. hands. Yes. Now, he even says, and there's a lot of titles with the word six and then six guys yep. six bands and we'll get to that in a minute all right well that he, comes he, up th- there's a line though where he says you shouldn't trust a nigga with so many with the, with the album with so many sixes in it and i was like huh ain't that some shit i know i don't like you i know i'm waiting for the fucking uh, the time to his, start jabbing and that's another reason why he's this generation's jay-z because jay-z used to also go by jehovah and apparently drake also goes by sits god wow and that's what that is on the bottom of the cover. It's the number sits with the God praying hands that represents sits God. Is that is that that that's hard Drake right there? When I guess he, when he's done being Drizzy Drake, he's gonna go yeah. by six guy when he comes. Oh wow! <laughs> be like P Diddy uh, changes his name, this motherfucker. After I had put that, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I did mention that I understand the appeal, and if I was 17, Drake would be my favorite rapper. If I was 17, I'd be like, yo, this kid, this dude is incredible. Yo, and that's exactly why, honestly, motherfuckers go nuts over Drake, and I can't stand it. I think that's what makes me hate him so much. Young kids, they'll suck his dick. I kid you not. If that were to happen, that's exactly what what would come. Drake would come come out and kind of like those little teabagging pornos that you like watching. Just stick his dick out. Every motherfucker's going to be like, and yeah. you get an motherfucker. Oh, but I did find out what running through the sits with my woes mean. It's what does it mean? sits represents Toronto because the area code is four one six or something like that. And then woes is short for Wodies, which is his homeboys. So he's talking about driving through Toronto with his homeboys. I be running through the sits with my woes. 
But when he you says, know how that shit go. Is, is that like, you know, you how know that, that shit, shit go. go? Fuck, man. See how infectious that is? I hate that. Sits with my woes. I, you know what? And I thought hit, in, in that same aspect, it makes sense. Because you know how basic bitches be, you know how they're woohoo girls? Woohoo! And they're on the yeah. second shot, woohoo! <laughs> this motherfucker is such a basic bitch. He, he goes, whoa! Running through the six with my woes! Fucking faggot. <laughs> All right, so the next fucking so track is, was yeah, no, uh, tell no Ain't No Telling. Ain't No Telling. I don't, get, I don't remember no that telling. line from that, though. Now, you used to put Not no. Bad, Thumber Off, Set Up Crazy? Is that, now, that he had, yeah, I, I gotta give him this. He had a lyric, or he had a part where he says, they think I'm soft, think I'm innocent. Oh, I'm just looking in the mirror like I'm really him. Man, I'm really him. You just filling in. Man, I got a blunt. Can I get a light? Yeah, I took the summer off to get it right. Oh, yeah, I gave these boys a shot. They fucking failed. Niggas like you took the summer off. We couldn't tell. Damn, that I had word, to that give them that. Right, wow! Yeah. Like that you running the shit, you running the game so hard. You took the summer off and didn't nobody notice. I gotta <laughs> give them that. That's a hot line. <laughs> that was hot. Uh, I'm not and gonna. Then uh, what else? Oh yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, go ahead and finish. You can you finish put, reading what I type. Not, all right. First track is uh, oh hit me hook is horrible. All right. So hip. Oh wait wait. But it was the first track to make me hit rewind. And, you know, that's big in hip hop. That was it was after the summer off. I was like, yo, let me hit rewind. Let me start this track back over. But uh, go ahead. Oh, well, I'm trying to figure out what the next song is. Is that Madonna or am I? Skipping oh, no, again? no. So you put so then, too corporate now. Oh, oh actually, that was another yeah. line that I like. Rick Ross ad lib name drop and promote another brand. Remembered why I hate these new industry niggas. Um, so I didn't like the Rick Ross hopping in for like when it, no reason. He like all in? of a sudden, because he mentioned besides uh, Rick Ross, Aubrey the biggest boss in here. Is that yeah. the line? Yeah, and then they did the Rick Ross ad lib, and then they did something else, really? and it was Rick where, Ross ad lib again. Ad-lib in there? It was in the background, like it played it after he set the line. You can hear Rick Ross uh, or whatever. No way. And then later on, they did the Rick Ross thing again. I'm like, they're just promoting another brand. Like, that's the reason why I hate this hip hop shit nowadays, because it's so corporate. And it's like, this is my homeboy. So let me make sure I put your catchphrase on my album, too, so I can help make you sell CDs. Like, I don't know. And then um, after that great start, I thought the song ended weak as fuck. And I wish that i could get my rewind back because uh you know <laughs> hitting rewind and hip-hop is big and by oh, the know, end of that deal. song i i realized that I, I wasted a i wasted a rewind like shit went downhill after that summer line so and it's that sing songy bullshit he he'll be killing a verse and then he starts singing it and still nigga well, like, one thing pick. well you know what no and, and and the one defense I could say because I like my my Drake soft, you know what I'm saying? Like a like a dick that just busted a nut. <laughs> now, I will say that he had in some tracks, I guess now here I am coming is for some of the tracks he did have a cool little transitional that by the end, damn near bridge of the end of the song, he would kinda go into what would almost sound like going into a new track. And yeah. that and it had a very atmospheric vibe. Very let's kinda bask in it, let's swim in it kind of thing. And that is what is what I did actually like because it almost seemed musical. Mind you, does he do any of the programming? Does he make any of the fucking beats? No, he don't. He fucking don't. But yeah. whoever the hell produced this shit did that pretty swiftly, pretty nicely. And most, a good chunk of the songs had that. 
and you figure like he had to get some for the ladies because he's transitioning kind of gaining the guy's attention more and more and more because he wants to show hey fellas i'll suck y'all off too i mean i like i love y'all too um but going into that whole allure the song Madonna, which you put a yes. song named after Lucifer's wife. Mm. I'm, all, I'm all in already. I'm all Hashtag in. Dedication. Madonna, or excuse me, Lucifer's wife. I'm all in. Let now I do want to say the because there's it's such a fucking big deal of Madonna being you know this Illuminati fucking grand puppeteer, and we can even go back into the days when she had kissed uh, a Larry and Britney Spears and the whole conspiracy about how they that was her indoctrine of them. Yeah, now so was. there's been a thing going on in hip hop, and I forget what other song said it too, but the song that stuck out to me the most was a Lupe Fiasco single that's called mm. Madonna. That's actually really dope but it's so funny how you see most movie industries how they'll come out with a batch of the same type of movie whether it's like friends with benefits or no strings attached or even like with a certain singles certain things are promoted i yeah. I, I, I curiously coincidental i don't believe in coincidences at the same fucking time and this madonna thing yeah. being one of those various things this bitch is coming back her her whole controversy yeah. with the leaked singles and her, her being you know it's and it her releasing that song called illuminati yo it's isn't it funny isn't it ironic as and, that one fucking bitch said? and i will say for anybody who's like oh you're really reaching with that it goes the same thing with movies when movies come out and it's like movies can take anywhere from three months to 18 months to film everything put it all together and so every so often you'll have a whole bunch of the same type of movies start coming out you can go back to the men in black day <clears throat> days when that came out it was a whole bunch of alien movies you can go back to the armageddon's and when all that shit was uh popping and everybody had these end of the world movies and then you can even go more recently with like olympus has fallen and remember we had that patch of all these movies and the White House kept getting attacked. They got attacked yeah. on G.I. Joe and on Olympus is Fallen and on whatever Red something. I forgot the name of it. But it was like four movies that came out within six months about the White House getting attacked. And it's like, okay, when are people going to wake up and realize you have only a small group of people who run movies and run music. And so when certain themes keep popping up, it's probably not a coincidence. Not saying it's the Illuminati, one yeah. the new world order. Not saying that. I'm just simply saying there's something to it. So something, and, something. And then I went on to say about uh, the Madonna song. This nigga really too sing songy with his verses. Can you just rap, my nigga? And then um, I did have to say, though, that the hook was cold, uh, nice piano loop on the beat and the sample added a lot. So I did. I One did thing, like the Madonna song. And, and another thing with most of these tracks, they seem like so that atmospheric vibe is mm. also kind of uh, they coincide with whatever little boom bappy start these shits have yeah. at the very fucking beginning, which allures us was as solid, a hip hop. Yo. yo, most I really like I can yeah. give anything credit. It's a damn fucking production. Now. Speaking about production, though, real quick, I'll let you read the Sits God production and see if you felt the same way I did listening to Sits God. And I can't remember the, how the fucking beat went, but you put 8-bit Nintendo ass beats. Nigga, flow, I can only take in doses. Rap, nigga, goddammit. Uh, it says everything sounds like a fucking hook, and it's true. <laughs> 
every time. Everything it, sounds like a hook with this and that's nigga. so simple. And that's what makes it so simple, so catchy, and so fucking dangerous because, mind you, he is the hook man. Yes. And if ever he would have fall off, which he does have bars. He got bars? Yeah. He and would, they read yeah. the Nets line real quick. <laughs> it says, says, I'm annoyed. Smoke break. Yeah, right, I had to shit. pause halfway through this song because I couldn't take it. I got so fucking frustrated. Do you guys sit God on your phone? Yeah, I do. Okay. Play it? You want to play it or shot play it? Because it's a Nintendo ass beat, yo. I'll admit it, I'll admit it. Watch your motherfucking tone, boy. Yeah, hurt, boy. No, just that. Wait, pause it real quick. It, it does remind me actually. You put a line on here, Shinobi. What's with the beat? Reminds me. He sounds like he's running. I can fucking hear him. You're right. Just exactly. Classic. You got sick of classics? Yes. Was it twenty dollars? <laughs> that price uh, ain't changed. Damn it! I waiting for that bitch to have ten. Oh bucks. no, no. Actually, no. I'm lying, yo. I got it for five bucks. I'm lying. Where, yo? Pawn Where? shop, yo. Real quick, quick interjection uh, for uh, the folks, people. The geek um, in me. Yo, so going back in time, my thing for a long while was going to the pawn shop and getting the movies uh, five for 20. They, you know, they have all kinds of old movies. Yeah. I would just go pick up all these different DVDs and like uh, that's how I saw the uh, illusionists and um, fucking be They just took up that off on Netflix, which pissed me off. I never <laughs> even got to watch it either. But yeah, but just know. like a gang of movies. So that's what my thing was. Every time I would get paid or have a little extra money or whatever i would run up to the pawn shop get dvds five for 20 now with netflix being as big as it is like i can't buy dvds because it's like i could always find it online so now my new thing is shouts out to super pawn they yes. do ps3 games for five bucks show <gasps> Whoa. So I didn't picked up Twisted Metal. I didn't got oh. uh, Sega Classics. Oh, I picked up I uh, Injustice. Um, I got that's Need for Speed, Gran Turismo. I got the UFC joint, Little Big Planet. Like yo, I've been Ooh. buying games. Oh, the kids are gonna up, love yo. Little Big Planet. The kids have to love that. Yeah, shit. yo, Kai loves you it. You too. I've been it's letting Kai play. Game. Yo, yeah, I played it first actually because the boys like watching me play games. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh, play Little Big Planet." So I played. It, but now that that's Kai's shit. He be playing that up, yo. So yeah, so yeah, so uh, I came really back. <laughs> so real quick, I came right. for those who are like, wait, what's going on? I came back from my break, and I remembered once playing the song again. It was Shinobi, is what that beat reminded me of. And like Popo said, of Shinobi like running through the forest. That's what I picture when I hear that beat, and um, it reminded me of that because I had just cop Sega Classic for the PS3 and had been playing. I was so Sega jealous games, so, that yeah. she bashed me. Does not want to spend twenty bucks on a new version of it. I don't know how many hints I could drop to my own bitch to get me this game. <laughs> But yo, find it for five dollars. Oh, super pawn, yo! But the best one I found is the one on Forty Eighth and Southern. They no seem way. to have the best games, yo. Really? Yeah, I hate but that one. I'm gonna need to revisit the South Side again. Every time I drive past the Super Pawn, I run in there real quick, see what they got. Just to yo. see. Five bucks, yo. Good five. Man. Good man. I got five on it. But uh, okay. <laughs> Speaking so, of numbers, uh, and that's there's a big numbers game in uh, the Straight album. 
Yes. Fucking sure. The next song was Star Six Seven. If I can remember correctly, isn't that what you'd press to to see who who called you to figure yeah, out the I number? Yeah, they Or is that the block? Or is that the blocker number? Is it Star Six Nine or Star Six Seven? Star Six Seven is. It's oh, one or on. the other Because I remember This is the old phone technique Before the days of caller ID You had a fucking And it charged you too To press star 67 I think It's either to block your number Or it's to see who called you But one of your notes say And I'm guessing it might might have, Because there's an entry Yeah by to block Wayne your number When calling somebody Okay Yeah and, and coincidentally Fucking little Wayne Had an intro to it Which kind of makes me wonder Like Is that him Kind of being on the sneak Because of all this uh, Record controversy shit Yo, if that Lil Wayne intro I thought was cold, just what he said. He was talking to Cameron. And, oh, there it goes. Acting like these singers, man. I ain't, ain't going to the studio until I got a situation, a subject. I need a beat. I need a producer. Who, who going to be on the... What did you do? Brand new Beretta. So... Wayne is talking about these new rap niggas and how they won't get into the studio until they got to know who's the producer and I need to be. And like Lil Wayne is saying, just get in the studio and just kill it, yo. Just come with clips and ammo, yo. And I find it funny. Oh, I that, that was a shot towards fucking um, Pusha T. Okay. Oh, no. So, yeah. So that's what he's, you know, saying. And then it's funny that then Drake goes on to put on a horrible song. Like, I simply put that the song was blah in yeah, verse three this nigga is so lame and Aubrey be stealing niggas girls damn the game <laughs> fucked up yo <laughs> don't do man that motherfucker switch hitting yeah but uh so, right, so uh, next song preach which yeah. only the hook had me you and under you put damn it's the same damn flow for the 88th time hashtag party next door bit Drake style up what now yeah party next doors who's on the verse the first verse is a some group called party next door that sounds just like drake but like you said i do like the hook that's the one thing yeah these niggas be sucking each other off fucking stealing each other's flows you know yeah thinking that there's some sort of Egyptian fucking way to give each other the same power by fucking swallowing each other's cum i'm fucking sure and to, to go to that, I posted that picture on fucking on Instagram about how these dark motherfuckers try to clean cut themselves like girls that you know put on makeup up. And I blame Drake, goddammit. I blame Drake. All right. So but, next uh, song was. Oh, wait, I lost no. my place, it was more but, about that song. Ah, uh, okay. Drake's flow is getting lame in the same rapid fire, singy, songy, then the end with the pause formula every record. I'm calling writing team, obvious formula throughout. Now, no hating on the writing team. No way out on the on uh, what? No way out on one of my favorite CDs. Shouts out to Puff Daddy. The No Waits Out CD I thought was incredible. Jada Kiss and Mace wrote the majority of that. So I'm not mad that you got a writing team, but you got a writing team, nigga, because everything is the same formula. You got like 12 monkeys on a keyboard typing up the same (laughs) shit in the same formula, and they're passing you the lyric sheet. That's all that's going on. Yeah. But the beat played out nice. uh, yeah, and I, those are one of the songs sure, I remember kind of singing along, hating myself by it. But yeah, and as, you, as you commented, beat plays out nice. Yeah. And then, uh, so moving on to the next thing, the Wednesday night interlude. 
weak ass R and B pause. I actually liked it because of, <laughs> all right, because it just I was like, oh, you put it. This is where bitches' panties are to get wet, which I think it happened to me. My, my I, was, I, was, I was soaking in a little bit, and some of these hoes fall for it. Goddamn, we do. I sure did. <laughs> the game is all kinds of fucked up, and it was it was so typical. But you figure. He needed to kind of yeah. he needed to, that little reminder because he's he's been he's been acting hard for too long. He's like, all right, ladies, I got to really show yeah. myself for a little bit. I'm so sorry. Let me get back to this thing, and and you know yeah. that's what happened. And, and his, uh, one of his lines was, "I'm just glad that you called." <laughs> Such a and then read what I went on to say afterwards. Um, oh, I'm so glad. I, I wish you would have uttered some shit. I, I wish I would have uttered some shit like that. Hashtag slap yourself, Aubrey. <laughs> Once again, your boy was gone off that jack while I was listening to this shit. So, it's hard. Um, it's hard to. It's saying then, especially when you're all turned up and you're feeling yourself and everything like that. It's really. It's kind of weird. To then fucking go to that I'm like nigga I was just I just got turned up You gonna really bring me down <laughs> You gonna bring level? me down my nigga Really Aubrey Really All right. Really <laughs> So the next track was used to Yeah And and you know what He even says it on my worst So this is worst behavior yeah. part two Part two Shittier yeah. Because I actually liked worst behavior Yeah I didn't Worst I didn't. behavior was cold <laughs> You put deja vu style ass nigga <laughs> How was hot Oh, what? Guess I had to do a 180 from the man purse ass Wednesday night interlude. Damn. You know what's fucked up? I actually, I would rock a man purse if I had it, but then, <laughs> but I would call it Indiana Jones on a man purse. Uh, because I really was hoping by listening to this, and this, this is you verse, by the way, I was really hoping yeah. by listening to this CD and digging into Rap Genius, I could rock with Drake. Just not feeling it as a 30 year old man that grew up with real cats rapping about real shit. Yes, sir. So Drake, that's. No, go ahead. I was going to say, Drake equals suburbia hood tales. <laughs> and that's exactly like, once again, I was drunk just listening to it. It's just like, it's just so soft. And it's not that I'm a hood nigga at all. Like, I grew up in the hood, but I'm not a hood nigga. But it's just, this shit is soft to me. Like, oh, fucking, yeah. Well, truly, 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 I can't accept, and not, it's not even that I want to hear hard shit, but you think when you're in the mood for it, you're in the mood for it, and yeah. you want to hear it with authenticity. Everything yeah. should be authentic. And that's what it is, like, because Drake, he has the rap, sing, songy shit, but then every so often he has these lines that I just don't believe. Like, he, one of the songs he said, some about being in the kitchen with the wrist motion, nigga you ain't cooking crack shut the fuck up like you ain't never did that and see <sighs> fuck like it's just shit like that now, and the whole excuse could be and i think we cut off a little bit shit oh check check oh no we good we good we yeah. good keep going but no it's like the whole uh when i pull up on a nigga watch a nigga back back like <laughs> ain't nobody was scared catchy. of you aubrey it's but yes. catchy but no one's scared yes. of you fuck <laughs> no <laughs> if anything, I'm just gonna be like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna rush at you. To be honest, I'm gonna first I'm gonna pee for security guards, and then I'm gonna rush at you, and I'm gonna hope you have a chain. And I'm gonna go to the pawn shop. I'm gonna I'll, super pawn real quick and get myself that Sega Classics. I don't <laughs> care how much it costs because I just pawn me a chain. Yo, and real quick on that Sega Classics, I got Super <laughs> Amp because Shining Force, Shining Force Two, and Shining in the Darkness is on it. That's, Isn't that an RPG, right? Yes, that was Shining Those were the biggest Force. Classics was what got me into role-playing games that was the first role-playing game i played and it just woo, 
I just want to play Comic Zone in HD. And I know oh. she, I know Comic Zone is on there. Play I that joint. So. I'm it's my favorite game. It's such oh, a simple okay. game. So badass. But they anyways, got, they got Sonic and, yeah, and Fantasy Star, and they got Vector Man. Remember yes. Vector Man? Yes, yeah. I do remember Vector Man. Yeah. See, my, my mom said got me a little uh, Sega. Th- I wanted the original Sega thing. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. The little mobile thing. You remember yeah. that shit? But it's, man, fuck looking at a small screen. They go, I, I have a big screen for a razor. <laughs> anyways, back to some Net fake assness. Uh, <laughs> Net is sits, man. Yeah, another sits song. You comment, yeah, another six song. Add into the formula. You put on there. Flow couldn't be weaker. Yeah, do you it's, got that sits man? Throw that sits man on real quick right. if you got it. And, and you and you put on there. Hope he freestyles a lot of his shit. Not because I don't think he has bars, but the flows are very over all over the place. But not in a Kendrick switch uh, through styles, rhyme patterns, but very lazy. But for the same sake of being catchy, imagine that's what he does because he's a sing songy motherfucker. And yeah, here's just, six man. Oh, here we go. And it starts off slow if I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Booming out so like Lou Will. Six men like Lou Will. Two girls in the game. Like 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 uh, I, I hope that is a freestyle. That is a lazy flow. I'm in the studio just rapping do 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 now. I can just imagine fucking Birdman behind his ass with a fucking now. whip just smacking his ass. <laughs> do it again, bitch. Do it again. Do and just slap and fucking and what's his name uh, Birdman just slapping him on his ass and, and fucking grasping the thigh he's like stronger with force uh, and he's, he's put, just tired because he's been up for two weeks straight voice, you know nigga. yeah so. exactly what that was <laughs> you yeah. put on there uh, alright so it was at the next track now and forever you put on there digging it alright so let's hear what uh, what he was digging yeah songs have that build up that's for sure that yeah that pad This There was this I'm one track I'm where he actually I forgot what fucking he sampled he mimicked or month uh giving a march to a 90 song. It was Avril This kind of this is kind of show him hey late. Mind you, and it just and it so. has that classic sing song in this. You put on there digging. It might just so by this time you're drunk enough to where now you can rock with the wet pants. Yeah, and huh? and mind you, as I'm doing these reviews, like I started drinking and chilling with Mary before the review started, and I continued throughout the review. So mind you, I'm getting more and more under the influence as the review goes. But go ahead. And, and as you were saying that thing, you said, uh, but I could also hear Rihanna singing this or Taylor Swift at this point. The lines are all blurred. And mind you, they probably all use the same writing force to yeah. You know, uh, it says, once again, I get its appeal. Oh, actually, oh wait, wait, wait. wait no, 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 I'm, I'm jumping. Yeah, I'm jumping the gun, actually. Okay. But yeah, and it says here, I will give him the credit on the, on the lane where he found on this beat. Flow is dynamic here. Lyrics still soft, though, but... But why am I surprised? Hashtag October, October's own. Yeah. So I like listening to the beat, 
because I, and especially coming from you, uh, you know, being a writer and making music, a lot of times when a beat comes on, I try to find the flow before the artist does or before the artist starts performing and with some rappers you could be like oh, okay yeah i saw that flow coming and i'll give drake like i'll hear a beat and i can't figure out what flow he's going to use and so the it was dynamic on here but once again it's the same soft ass lyric. you're singing to a girl i'm leaving i'm leaving you can't do me wrong no more like nigga pull your pants up like come on but it, i like the song but it was still like rihanna or taylor swift could have sung that song it would have it would have been a hit so i don't know it's very uh androgynous metrosexual style song fucking a. so well now the next song company oh, and i company. figure yeah i figure is that the one that because this is only he was kind of referencing his mom a lot yeah, I believe so. You put on there attached Drake yeah. about to start some domestic violence cases. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this nigga, this nigga Drake, I had copied, I did some screenshots of some of the lyrics so I could remember to bring them up on the show. And on this song, he said she walked right up to her at look him dead in the face and say you ain't got the juice like that. You ain't got the juice like that. That's cold, ice cold, girl. You ain't have to do them like that. Yo, Drake, you about to get a bitch beat up having her walk up to niggas, looking them in their face, talking about you ain't got the juice like that. Like, I bet that's the reason why Chris Brown whooped Rihanna's ass. We just learning. I bet Drake told her, hey, look him dead in the eye and say you ain't got the juice like that. You ain't got to take that shit. You know what, too? I I definitely be encouraging some bitches to fucking say some shit they shouldn't fucking say because I like... (laughs) Well, I'd be instigating only because I want to hit it. So I'm like, you know, you should tell your man this. Tell him this is going to get him really pissed. And then you come to me and cry shit. after he beats you, bitch. Tell, tell that nigga he ain't shit. Tell, oh, wipe, man. I'll wipe tell them tears off with of my dick when you come back. Oh, you could wipe it on, wipe them tears off your face. <laughs> but, uh, what was... <laughs> but actually, and I forget because I want to say that I, I was feeling that song. I want to say, but I forget though. I'm on, I, should, I should go through my notes to see what the fuck I wrote on here. Oh, yeah, no, you 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 begging for trouble. All right, so once again, going back to the to his little six six game, you and the six says, yes. "Oh, clever! All these number sixes in his song titles. Really digging yes. this one. First time his story feels genuine." Still on that fucking that same flow. Yep, same flow again. Oh, yeah. I need a girl from the country. I need a girl from Kentucky. I Ooh. need a shawty from Houston. I need Sick a girl bitch. who gon' love me. I need he a really girl wants that fucking sick bitch, don't he? He showed it. He was in line when he says, yeah, but he has a session with thick women. Ah, okay. <laughs> you want to get That's cold. Ice cold, girl. You ain't had to do him like that. Oh, yeah. And you know what? And I work for a domestic shelter, for domestic violence shelter, so I see that shit all the damn time. These bitches had it coming, let me tell you. Uh, yo, start asking them bitches if uh, they've been listening to Drake, and yeah, they you'll all figure do, out what's man, going on. Man, let me tell man, this pissed me off, because every see, and mind you, these is not, they're not all black. All right, there's 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 some fucking crack, white crackheads in there, too, and of course, the mess of beaners. <laughs> but fucking A, man, these black girls be bumping that drink so fucking hard and, and walk it. around with their phone like this and they dance and they <laughs> jive and I'm like bitch 
you don't look too sad to be here right now. Oh. Like, and then say you look pretty little. damn happy for looking that check. Bring it back a little. But uh, that you and the sits, uh, that's the song about his mom. And yeah, that uh, song was incredible. Yeah, I thought that was a good song. Looking the beat, of course, on something like Conversations with mama. Man, my life is a mess. Ain't been returning the text, so she been reading the press. She got Google alerts. And she just go straight to her phone. She worried about me from home. You know she raised me alone. She said I heard you back, but you know who. All right. So but yeah, very yeah. real. And I, I, you're right. I definitely believe that fucking song. Yeah. Uh, says here, uh, ready for this album to be. Oh wait, wait. no, 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 no. All. Yeah. All right. So you went to Jungle. And I forget how Jungle went, but I think this is one of those that I wasn't feeling shits. Definitely has that nice vibe. Yeah. And mind you, I'm listening to Drake when I want to get it on. Because I know that he knows how to think it, bitch, because the Lord knows I'm too lazy too. But he's going to stick it in already. So I might as well just give you all the work. And I just slip in. I just come in out like a big line. I just I don't let them get by the wine. I just come up from behind. These days, I'm letting God handle all things above me. Now vibes, though. All right, all right, all right. Definitely, it was definitely. Vibing, yo. It was vibing. <laughs> all right, so you put on the ready for this album to be over, though. Rappers keep it below 14 tracks. Your friends will appreciate it more. Unless you have fire and every fucking thing, which I'm pretty fucking sure people love this thing yeah. up top to bottom. I'm fucking sure. Oh, but, but people would like it much more if it was only 14 in hot fire because you need the people to want to come back. more. Like, yes. oh my God, that one, going back to Illmatic, Nas's first CD. Why was it a classic? Because it was only 10 songs long and every one of them was hot fire and people Fuck couldn't it. wait for him to put something else out. Fast forward to Commons B. 11 tracks, yeah. one was the interlude. Perfect. Yes. Oh, I need more. You want people wanting more at the end. I don't want to get like 16 songs through and be like, nigga, this album is still going. Like, but once again, I'm not part of the demographic they're trying to sell this to. So this might be the perfect link, uh, yeah. length for his fan base. But me personally, I thought it was too long. Because you figure this is going to give them probably this is enough to for an all night cruising trip, to be honest with you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm too much of a Jew. I want to stay, conserve my gas. It's probably for the youngsters that are fucking rolling around fucking running against some bullshit riding which around kinda, on the train mm-hmm. yeah you know what I'm saying having to get from point A to point B so that might just be adequate which riding around that train going back to 6pm in New York which Uh-oh. I forget because you put on here rapping Drake now this is what I'm talking about oh this is what we talk about. He's calling himself out yep. on a lot of shit. Alright. Oh, well, I don't okay. want more. And I don't so, want more. So, but you but, put on here though, Tigger. Is yo, this where he says a line? Yes. Yo, so. I'm gonna try to find it. Oh shit, this is actually a hard line. 
What the hell? What the hell's going on? He just talked about this line about how, how rappers calling their paparazzi when they're going out in public. Yeah. And not to call anybody out, but when we're when I was trying to get um former local then international rapper for an interview, he yeah. uh bitched so much about wanting to know whether we we're gonna be on camera or not so he can get himself a shirt. And I'm like, motherfucker, yo, we just you know what I'm saying? Just keep it hood. Just, just keep, keep it hood. hood. Why you gotta look flashy for it? Do this shit for the people, see what I'm saying? With but my yo, nigga the, people. The Drake Tiger line, yo. This nigga said, I heard a little, little homie talking reckless in the vibe. That's quite a platform you cho- chose. You should have kept it inside. Oh, you tried. It's so childish calling my name on the world stage. You need to act your own age and not your girl's age. <laughs> Everybody's getting on Tiger about that shit, yo. So, shouts out to Drake for killing him. But yeah, this whole fucking this song, he was just eating the beat. And like I put at the end of the album review cuz I yeah, this is the last song. I put uh see, this is why Drake and Nicki Minaj infuriate me. Y'all can spit. Do it more often. Damn. Like every time I hear something like that, I'm like See, that's why I hate Drake. Cause nigga, you can do this, but you doing that bubblegum shit. And I get it, man, because it's a corporation. It sells. And, and he to, says it, it. He says it in one of his lines too. For y'all that don't understand it, don't know what it is to make yeah. money. He yeah. says it plain as day. And it goes back to people's opinion of Jay Z when everybody was like, "Yo, Jay Z can spit," but he keeps coming out with these commercial singles. And um, he had the line. Um, about putting out albums to make the wreck. Oh, he was like, uh, niggas single me out. Oh, fuck. How did it go? Niggas only hear the singles and uh, single that out to be the meaning of what he's about. But being I'm about my business, not mingling much, running in my mouth. I let that shit kept lingering. But no dummy, that's the shit I'm sprinkling. An album that'll keep the registers ringing. And that was his whole point. Like, you talk shit about these singles, but this is a business. And that's how I make these fucking record sales. So... It's a gift and a curse. It's a formula that Jay-Z or it's a formula that Big Papa and Tupac created by accident. Jay-Z perfected and then it just got out of hand with Ja Rule and Murder, Inc. And now it's just all bets are off. Just do whatever. But uh, the last thing with this Drake album before we move on is uh, the whole number six pops up a lot throughout this CD. And I just wanted to look up. Let's just say it's esoteric. Let's say there's something behind it. Um, The esoteric meaning of the number six is considered a number of creation. God uh, in six days created the world. The symbol of the divine cosmic equilibrium and symmetry of opposites express the unity of polarities the choice of divergent paths so i find it funny that drake is doing this sits god thing sits means god and creation you could also do the sit sit sits and the whole thing is about polar opposites and what does drake's music represent the polar opposite of a man trying to act hard in front of his homeboys while simping at home with his lady like everything the esoteric meaning of the number sits 
means a lot of that can be found within Drake's music. So I don't know. I don't know. Take it for what it is. It's the circle of life. And in all honesty, too, I feel like, um, and I'm not sure, and I know this can kind of go into its own little circle of shit, but when it comes to, uh, you know, get this God, I mean, the best way to kind of to strike fear is also kind of to to throw an enemy in the thing, to have people choose a side, and that's kind of what the whole thing of free will. You you look at God, G-O-D, the only difference between, you know what I'm saying, God and the devil is that all in between, because you had to, you know, even like if you were to write it, write it down, it's just that you know that what circle you're going to go through where where are you going to be seen from that little all seeing eye of the path you choose i don't know it's mm. i don't want to give him that much credit into <laughs> all this shit but that's kind of where where the circle of shit for sure so kind of creepy yeah and fuck man that that review though that shit took that it took a good minute can we can we take it back to a review. serious note? So, can we uh, get back serious? Let's get on a serious note. Fuck, uh, fuck Aubrey. He he got enough time. So oh, and <laughs> actually one last thing before we move on, because it's the whole controversy of Drake uh, may possibly be trying to leave Cash Money. And from what I heard, shots out to the owner of Dat Piff, who said in an interview that Drake's this mixtape, it initially was supposed to drop exclusively on Dat Piff, but it ended up coming out in retail stores because now it counts as a album release against his contract with Cash Money. Because you know Drake still has views from the sits, the actual album coming out soon. So now it'll technically be two albums that he dropped this year. So he's getting out of that cash money label sooner because he owes them only a certain amount of albums. So that's the story of why see, this got released this the way count, it did. Though? It counts because so it, it came out in retail stores. People bought it. So it's an album. No way. Yeah. And that's the whole reason why it came out in retail stores, because it counts as an album now. So he's one album closer to being out of his contract, and then he still has actual views from the sits, the actual album coming out in the next month or two. So, uh, okay. So he's Whoa. trying to get out of that contract. So there is some solidarity then with him and Wayne. It, it appears that way. And the other rumor is that in the thank yous for this album, he thanked everybody except Cash Money. So read into it what you like, but it looks like Drake might be riding with Lil Wayne and trying to get off of the cash money uh, boat. Fucking A. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. And I mean, that's just a shitty situation. And yeah. for it to have to come out to public terms, no doubt it's, it's oh. a shitty situation. So by all means, boo-boo, get out of it. <laughs> But on to a serious note, um, your boy Rudy Giuliani is in the news. My nigga. This nigga, um, I'm trying to find the I link. I got this fucking little chime ad in the background that's really pissing me off right now. <laughs> is, this, is this a video? Awesome. Oh, it's a Trump. video. Okay. Well, he's, well, he was going off of the dude from Starbucks, right? Says your CEO, well, no. uh, Howard Schultz. Well, no, Giuliani went off on Obama. I'm trying to find what he... Dang, I thought the article had exactly what he said. Because, uh... Hey, you hadn't video. heard this article? No, that I hadn't, actually. <laughs> no, Rudy Giuliani said some racist-ass shit. Fuck. I'm trying to find because I got to read exactly what he said. Go ahead. 
was going to say kind of back to them from racism and and where the fuck uh, uh, when we're talking about um, to her. Geraldo earlier because uh, you can say you know him, him being a racist and talking shit you know because of the hip hop thing but not but he supports Obama which I'm not too sure whether you can count that as a as a black vote or not but but you know he, he definitely vouched for him though so I don't know I'm just kind of standing up for Geraldo my dude and I was actually watching a little bit of the interview uh, that he was kind of giving where he made this comment about hip hop and they asked him, well, he kind of, he, you know, just kind of to showcase his, his years in the game, referenced about how he was part of the whole party era in the 70s where weed was closer to being legalized then than it is now where we have all these, just, you know, factories and dispensaries and shit like that. Yeah. But he referenced, you know, about how he said cocaine wasn't my favorite Doug, but he's like, but I definitely vouch for marijuana. It's just so funny to hear him say that. And he's, he's been enough in the game to where he knows how to represent himself. He's at the fucking exactly. stage now. He's like, man... No, Shit. but uh, so Rudy Giuliano, little Giuliana, or have you pronounced his name? He uh, made a. He was a New York fundraiser, and he went on to say that I do not believe, and I know this is a horrible thing to say, which always means maybe you shouldn't say it. You should stop at that uh, point. Stop yourself right there. Yeah, stop right there. But he said, um, "I do not believe that the president loves America. He doesn't love you. He doesn't love me. He wasn't brought up in the way that you were brought up, and I was brought up through the love of this country." It says that uh, critics suggested that Mr. Giuliano's description of Mr. Obama's upbringing reflected a prejudiced view. Oh, wait, I got a commercial in the back. Oh, God damn, yo. And Popo disappeared on me. Where the fuck is playing on this page, yo? Oh, you son. Okay, I had to go all the way to the bottom of the page. Oh. Alright, fuck you, New York Times, for playing a fucking article all the way at the bottom of the goddamn screen that I couldn't pause or change the volume on. But anyway, um... He went on to say that uh, Obama wasn't brought up the way you were brought up and I was brought up through love of this country. Now, a lot of people are trying to figure out what exactly do you mean? Like, do you mean because he was raised as a black person raised by a white mother? Like, is that what you mean? That he wasn't brought up the way that we were brought up? And um, credits went on to say that Mr. Giuliani's description of Mr. Obama's upbringing reflected a prejudiced view that Mr. Obama was different from other Americans. In the interview with the New York Times, Mr. Giuliani Giuliani dismissed the criticism and said he was describing the worldview that had shaped Mr. Obama's upbringing. Some people thought it was racist. I thought that was a joke since he was brought up by a white mother, a white grandfather, went to a white schools and most of this he learned from white people and it's funny like okay people are saying it's racist because of what you said not because of how he was raised like what do you mean but um yeah he went on just a bunch of racist bullshit it's just that whole thing again and that has been going on the entire Obama's reign is he's not like you um he doesn't think like us uh he wasn't raised like us oh but we don't mean because he was black 
Well, what do you mean? Because you guys just keep talking about how he doesn't look out for you and how he's I mean, not he's like pretty you. much a privilege, like all the other fucking presidents. Come on now, they all oh. a fucking privilege. Oh, but uh, yeah, fuck Rudy Giuliani for that bullshit. And uh, yeah, the Starbucks dude called him out, but uh, fuck all of them. On to more disturbing news. Um, have you been keeping up with this Slender Man thing? No, besides me knowing that it was whether it was a game or and that motherfucker tried to mimic it, like we're such a fucking sheep of a fucking people. I mean, the youngins especially because they fucking they, they they follow this shit. Man. I don't know. Yeah, and the whole thing from what I've read, Slenderman started off as a internet meme. It was one of those. Ooh, uh, creepy um, tales posted on like 4chan about ooh this guy that comes and kills you but the thing that got weird <clears throat> is it started off as an urban legend but now it's starting to become like more reality and there are parents in the area believe that believe the slender man exists and it's like this tall sits over six foot tall guy who wears a suit but he has no facial features and um, two girls in Wisconsin are on trial for allegedly trying to kill their classmate. And it wasn't they alleged. They fucking they got the bitches. But why, why is this still a trial, though? Well, so the case has just really started getting into it, and um, apparently the integration tapes came out. I'm trying to see what they say about it. So, yeah, so two girls stabbed some people um, last May in the woods. They stabbed this person 19 times. They got interrogated and they're putting the tapes are being released. And so it says, who stabbed first? I think Anissa stabbed her first. And then I continued. And then Anissa said, Morgan, make sure she doesn't escape. And this is what Morgan is saying. Then Anissa says, she told me she got her in the lung right here six times. And then like in the leg a few times. Um, so, yeah, and the victim was 12 years old. So all of them are 12. And I mean, you figure they would have. You figure they would be freaked out after the first stabbing. After seeing the blood, you figure something would have hit to them. Like, all right, this isn't right. This isn't yeah. good. No, they kept at it a couple of times. The bitch wouldn't die because obviously they don't know where the fuck to stab. They don't know yeah. where the you know where the sweet spots are. And this is the picture of the girls involved in the killing. Still young girls, like she's going through puberty. Look at her face. But uh. <laughs> but keep them in the loony bin for me. I'll see you in eight years. But um, this Slender Man shit is weird. I don't know what to think of it. And it does. And you're a religious person. So um, it asked the question, could you... Do these hoes need Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> no, it brings up the question, can you talk evil into existence? Could this have started off as a myth, but so many people got scared of it, similar to Freddy Cougar, that you gave this being power and now it's turned into something? Is that a possibility? Dude, by all means. I mean, we, we think things, we speak things into existence. One little seed can grow into, you know what I'm saying, so much more, you know, like that whole, and I hate that the stereotypical biblical thing about the mustard seed or ever something so tiny becomes so fucking big, but just... Yes, by all fucking means. All means. I mean, and you th- you throw enough hype into something, of course it's going to blow up into something crazy. Yes. Look at Bobby Schmurder. Look at Drake. <laughs> you know exactly. What I'm <laughs> but you put it, and then especially with the with the right backing, and just kind of like even like the what was that? What was the story that when you look in the mirror when you turn off the lights, 
what was that? Uh, Boy, what story? Bloody Mary. Oh, or, yeah, Bloody Mary. You know what I'm Candy saying? Man. You put enough fucking folklore and fucking into anything, and it's gonna blow up. You know what I'm saying? And yes, things indeed. can only get. That's the beauty of what? Oh no, I said yes, indeed. Oh, so shit. I mean, so by all means, man. I mean, even with the whole this that whole Christianity thing phase fad. You know what I'm saying? It starts off with the fucking story, and just like with with any religion and stuff. And it, if it gains steam and with enough momentum, I mean, an avalanche can fucking you know tear through a fucking house if it wanted to. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't I don't like that shit at all. And the fact that I mean, but it, mind you, it's all stories, man. You see, and, yeah. Just how, I don't know. And speaking of uh, speaking things into existence, um, Obama earlier in the week sends Congress a draft war authorization stating that the Islamic State poses a grave threat. And that was then followed up by ISIS uh, basically going to war. Um, from what I've read, let me. Bring is this the whole shit up. about wanting to put boots on? Supposedly boots on the ground, like we already yep. already got motherfuckers over there. Yep. <laughs> and it's like saying, "All right, we're doing this shit, so now we're ready to tell you because it's about to get real, and you're about to figure out that we've been there for a good minute." It's exactly what it is. I mean, we've been doing shit, we've been training these motherfuckers, and every time we claim to be leaving and dipping, I mean, we're just leaving our people there unprotected. And of course they're going to turn sides. Of course they're going to be taken over. And when it becomes when you're put in a fight or flight sort of situation, what the fuck can you do? You can't fly out that bitch, cuz you know. Of course you're going to exactly. roll with them. It's just it's an instinct. So I know. And I'm trying to bring up the list of everything they did. But long story short, um, ISIS like apparently killed like 21 Egyptian priests. So then Egypt. Oh, there were bombed, Christians, yeah. Yep. And Egypt bombed one of ISIS's base. So then ISIS attacked back. So yeah, war started. We're blowing shit up back and forth. And Obama at the beginning of the week said that the U.S. is about to get involved. And the thing that I'm concerned about is I just don't want anybody hopping on ISIS side. I don't know if, and I, I'm ignorant to politics, but. I just hope that North Korea and Russia doesn't see this as a chance to go ahead and say, you know what, we got beef with America too. Let's go ahead and do this because we well, might jump be, in. I mean, we might shit. be at the beginning of World War Three, for all we know. This might be the beginning. I'm just wondering, isn't there a way? And 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 I mean, since what when was the atom bomb developed in the late 40s, mm-hmm. mid 40s, early 40s, whatever the fuck? When that? When the hell did we knock on Hiro- on Hiroshima? But yeah, that was in the it, 40s. Isn't there a fucking way that we can just blow out a country but keep all the resources still intact so we can just, you know, just hurry up and go and take? Because honestly, do we really need them alive for any more fucking, you know what I'm saying? Do we see, really need them around? See, my fear of ISIS is because they've been taking over a lot of land. I fear what if they have access to nuclear weapons? Not saying that they could shoot a nuke from where they're at to America, but just the simple fact if they have a nuke and if these niggas are ready to, you know, die for their beliefs, they'll have no problem nuking some shit when they're going down. So I don't know. I'm kind of concerned. 
I'm also wondering too. I mean, Hussein had to have hooked somebody up with their shit, right? Suppose that they had weapons of mass destruction. Where did they go? Did we steal it back, or or out, are they out there? Did Where are those weapons of mass destruction? Do you got them. You got them. Who, who got, got them? Who got, got the weapons of mass destruction? <laughs> Fucking. Uh, it's just I don't know it's crazy and the whole thing goes back to Saddam Hussein like we went over there and we killed that nigga and oh we brought this tyrant down we let him hang him and the problem is is that while we thought he was a fucking terrorist the nigga was keeping that entire region in check you killed him and ever since then people have been fighting for superiority I'm sorry but ISIS is a direct result of America's involvement in the Middle East you killed all these motherfuckers you uh, uh, make this fucking um what is i forgot the name of it but basically you have a whole bunch of people fighting for power out there and isis turned out to have the biggest dicks and that's the reason why we're trying to get them in control because they're going up collecting all that land now they're like you blew everything up so why don't we just come through and collect all of it so so now they're fighting and shit i mean all, all we can do is stand back and watch the the bodies hit the floor watch the bodies, <laughs> bodies hit, hit the, the floor, floor. <laughs> but speaking of some bodies hitting some floors what? and it's and i love that you found this article man uh and i want you all and i'll just set up so you can dive into it catholic priest dies for 48 minutes comes back to life and claims that god is female and we've uh. come to this decision we've come to this conclusion quite a bit i mean that and the fact that it's it's kind of it's in literature but not really it's not so mainstream right yes it's more esoteric but uh and i got the 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 um incense burning just for this okay all right fucking get my hookah on as we speak can i go into the article do you want to read it what's good Oh, it says here a Catholic priest from Massachusetts. Massachusetts, I don't fucking know, was officially dead for about 48 minutes before medics were able to miraculously restart his heart. During this time, Father John Michael O'Neill claims he went to heaven and met God, which he describes as a warm and comforting motherly figure. Definitely believe that. The 71 year old uh, clerk. Uh, or a cleric or a cleric cleric whatever was rushed into a hospital on January 29th after a major heart attack but was declared clinically dead soon after his arrival with the aid of high tech mechanic um, called Lucas 2 that kept the blood flowing in his brain doctors at Massachusetts General Hospital managed to unblock vital arteries and return his heart to normal rhythm says the doctors were afraid that he would you know be suffered from brain damage from the incident but he woke up less than 48 minutes 48 hours later and seems to have perfectly recovered. Here, keep going. Yeah, keep uh, going. El- elderly man claims that he was that he has the clear and vivid memories of what happened to him while he was dead, but describes a strange out of body experience, experiencing an intense feeling of unconditional love and acceptance, as well as being surrounded by an overwhelming light. Because he claims that at, the, at that point in his experience, he went to heaven and encountered God, which he describes as a feminine, mother like being of light. Oh, uh, says that her presence was both overwhelming and comforting. States Catholic priest. She had a soft and soothing voice of a presence was a reassuring as a mother's embrace. The fact that God is a holy mother instead of a holy father doesn't disturb him. She is everything I hoped uh, would be and even more. The now, declaration. Now I'm going to hop in because the Gnostics, Gnostic Christianity, which was buried for a thousand years by Orthodox Christianity, said that exact thing, that God 
isn't actually God is actually supposed to be more androgynous and the whole man and woman was a separation of God to two different beings but God is referred to as the mother of um of um wisdom and her name is Sophia and she is a being of light and that and that's the other thing that Catholics say is that that God in the Old Testament is a masculine figure but it's a lesser God and that's the reason why he was so angry and vengeful because the true God is a God of love and it's a woman by the name of Sophia and I just find it funny that this Catholic preach basically said the same thing that, that is fucking mad gnarly and, the, and it's so funny nasty. too about it, it, it being split that's the reason why and not just not to say how gay is wrong but it's so funny how usually that's our that's our better half that's why as a man our woman is our missing piece that's our it's our better half that's our you know that's our more than oh. significant other and the fact that that's what completes us and that's why God was so vengeful and fucking spiteful and so fuck you because he was split in half and he was torn away from his lover mm. and you know, it finally it finally took that you know that sacrifice that to, to kind of bring him back and you know what I'm saying to show that love, which obviously was a woman and it, the holy mother makes sense because Mother Nature be fucking all sorts of fucked up and fucking Yo. mood changes and you know what I'm saying she's like funny. that. Because it's Mother Nature because the father is the rain, the rain is the sperm fertilizing Mother Nature. Message. Just think about it. Message. <laughs> Message. Message. And so on that note, I think <sighs> it's time to celebrate the feminine Ooh. form. What do you think? I think so too. I think it's about that Ooh. time for Ooh. can we say it together? <laughs> yes, in a three, two, one. Dedication. Yes, sir. And for those, oh no! I just want to say, just in case we got some new listeners going new on, listeners. these dedications is a sacrifice. The religious motherfuckers in us and me would not allow for us to be able to come to the gods and ask for more blessed Sunday unless we get rid of some bitches. I mean, sacrifice the purest and the most heathenest of lambs uh, for more love, for more rain, for more days to come. Mm. And so, may they live forever ooh, on our dedication wall. Yes. yes so can you start things off? Because I'm yes. trying to. Because um, I got two dedications this week. You would, you gritty bastard. And uh, I'm going to start off with a Tumblr beauty that I came across. And uh, she goes by the name of Miss Deadly Red. Bang, I got her up. Um, this is a day in the life of Miss Deadly Red, and you can follow her on Tumblr at Miss. Is she a tranny? No. Okay. <laughs> no more penis. Okay. Uh, Miss. Thank you. Dash deadly dash red dot tumblr dot com, and she's an alternative model MUA based in Portsmouth, England. And uh, for inquiries, you can email her at miss deadly red at hotmail dot com. She has two tattoos and nineteen piercings, and she's gorgeous. Ooh. Oh, oh Lord! I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to put her on the big screen here. Oh, oh like what? What's the? Uh, what was it? The siren? 
that ancient myth of the beautiful oh, woman that, with the that red hair the that lures you in. Oh, if this is oh, not definitely. Siren, oh my oh, God. Oh, God, right there. Oh, yes, Jesus. Oh, if this isn't Siren herself, <laughs> look at this lovely beauty. Oh, my. Oh, God, God. that's a, uh, not NTWF or not TF, not TSF. What the fuck? Not, not safe quite for work. safe for work, yo. And, uh, oh, I love it with the smoky red shadow. Like, oh, she's just lovely. So mm. show your love and support. And look at those long legs, man. Look at that. Oh, good gosh. Good golly, Miss Omar. Good golly, Oh, look at that, 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 that classic bearded gentleman there. Look at that. So, man. uh. Makes me fiend. Oh, and apparently. Oh, this is her Valentine's. This is at Dickie's. Or Dickie Smith model. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she's hot stuff. So, uh, Miss Deadly Red, follow her on Tumblr. Ooh, and look at um, that tiny waist, though. It's gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh, just, I'd, I'd, I'd sell a lot of me to get a little bit of her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I should probably find, so since, since you found a, a pretty much an up-and-comer, uh-huh. I definitely want to be able to be in, in the same regard. And this bitch is an up-and-comer. Um, really, she is um, current right now because she's in... Uh, and I haven't seen the movie yet, but I figure at number two, of this has to be ridiculous and retarded. But she's... Her name is Bianca Haste. Or Hase. Hase. She may be a motherfucking... Uh, uh, fucking goddamn saying like, I don't know. I'm trying to fucking click on my share thing. Bianca. Oh. B-I-A... N C A H A A S E. I'm trying to click up. on the fucking share and it's not working. Oh wait, uh, I got her up. I throw it up. No, no, no. I want to oh, throw her. Oh, up. he want to throw up. Oh, I take. Ignore that. You didn't see that. Oh. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, partial witty to. I don't. Oh, oh, oh what's, what is all this? But yeah, she's on the hot tub uh, time machine number two. Oh. And the reason I'm talking shit about that is only because. The first one was pretty funny. I don't know how the fuck you can make a number two, though. I and, don't uh, know neither. I mean, there's probably no story behind shit. She just... Yo, real quick, though. Hot Tub Time Machine hit, like, so close to home. The first one, because that was me and two of my homeboys that I grew up with. Uh, the dude that got married and hyphenated his last name. Oh, that God. was one of my homeboys where his wife runs his life. And then there was the other dude who acts like he's this and that, but uh, he's busy trying to kill himself when no one's paying attention. That was one of my other homeboys. <laughs> and then you had the main character, John Cusack, who had all this bright future, but he never amounted to shit. And that was me. I was like, oh, my God, this <laughs> hit so close to home. But, uh, oh, oh shouts God. out to this beauty. For those watching live, you, oh, yeah. my God. Isn't she? All right, we got to put this one. I want this one on the wall. That one? Oh, okay. Unless you find some better, of course. But Oh, just as long as uh, the image size is big enough. Mm. Okay, yeah, that should work. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> See, you, you ain't got to have some big titties. I'm sure she's watching some maybe 32, 34 Bs. You did. You did. All right. I'm sorry. So, shouts out to her. And then uh, on to my second dedication, yo. Um, I'm going to bring this up because this uh, person is past their glory years. Um, I can say I, as a young gang, um, 
did a lot of jerking to this person and um i don't i don't care who hates yo i don't care but this person's glory years is completely behind them and they're a bit of a mockery of what they used to be but whatever so this dedication popped up again recently because uh they decided to get they twerk on and it wasn't good oh so first things first Yes, I dedicate this to ex-WWE star China, who decided to get her twerk on. I don't know what drugs she's currently on. I know she had a drug and alcohol problem, but she decided to show the world her twerking. No, no. Stop. Stop right now. Don't do it, China. Don't do it. So I, like them, I like the them door. sliding doors, though. She's like, I don't want no one to see. What the hell? Why oh. does she have so many clothes on, though? Oh, wait. No, she's stripping. Oh, she still Ooh. almost has her sits pack. Almost. I was going to say, does she have a slim waist or am I tripping? Yeah, she got a slim waist. She looks like that awkward picture of Jennifer Lawrence when she had that little fucking ass out. <laughs> oh, she about to throw that thing back. Oh, there she go. has absolutely no ass whatsoever. No ass. She got abs though. Oh wait, she gonna get up on the wall, yo. Oh hell no, she gonna throw cut that right thing the back. All right, so she climbed up. She having a hard time, but she's she's gonna get up there. She's gonna she figure trying. it out. Oh, she trying. Oh, and I don't think that I can't working. see what's going on. Yeah, I, I'm kind of confused too. So, uh, shouts out to China. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that just happened. So I want to remember her in her glory years after the surgery. When I'm sorry, she can even after she before the surgery, man. That's when she was her baddest. Oh my god, yo! I'm sorry. Like I've seen every China porn, every China Playboy. Look at this, man! And don't oh my god, scary! And don't hit me. I I, I was saying this to the missus the other day. I don't want to hear that bullshit about. Oh, uh, she's buff, so she looks like a man, so that's uh, 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 gay if if she's attractive. Now, Taylor Swift is hot, and she has a boyish figure. Why is it not gay if I'm checking out Taylor Swift? She has no hips and no breasts. Isn't that gay? I like that's some of I'm just saying. I'm sorry. And Can't nobody she, tell me. And she going to get a booty soon, I'm pretty sure. No? Yeah, she. Uh, that was the only thing. She got all the implants, and um, she still needs to get her uh, clit um, shaved down. It's still a little, little huge. I'm pretty sure it has something to do with all the steroids in her career. But look at this dog. I bet you she comes like a banshee, though, no? Or does she take a while? It takes a little while, but she comes like a banshee. All you got to do is look up the One Night in China, the other one when she was the Incredible Hulk, the other one when she was doing the threesomes. Like she has, she has several porns. But oh, uh, Jesus, I'm remember her for her glory years back when she was right. hot stuff. So shout okay. out to her. Yes, sir. All right. Well, then what I would do, moving on, and uh, and I guess I'll keep it on the up and coming thing. And I like finding, I like. Um, I don't know how to describe this shit, but this one right here, she's also an upcoming movie that, or in a movie that just would release down that I actually hear is pretty dope. I, I gotta peep it though. It's called Kingsman. I'm not sure if you've seen the previews of it. Uh, Kingsman Secret Service. Anyways, her name, and I can't screenshot, so I'm gonna let you have to look her up. Oh, here we go. Oh, Fuck, it's just not fucking with me. Here we go. I finally got the screenshot shit populating, but her name is, um, Book. Where the hell is it at? I'm gonna just, alright, now I can get the screenshot popping. 
Her name is, and speaking of mothers of the beginning or whatnot, as what you were saying earlier, Sophia Bautella, Bautella, Bautella. And you know what I'm saying? She's not as light as I like them. But uh, this shit kind of had me. She has a little, little dikey appeal. You know what I'm saying? Just seems that like she could Ooh, she can be the, right. the, the the mother of uh you know what I'm saying of humanity. She just the kind of cute. Oh, right she's there. cute. I like the dark upness. hair. She look really fucked up here, but you know what? Not everybody has the best angles. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? She has that Middle Eastern. <laughs> she has that Middle Eastern schnoz. <laughs> oh no, she's a beauty though. Oh, I love yeah. the I love this one, yo. Oh. Which one? You gonna screen share? Yeah. Ooh. This Lexi. one, yo, goddess. Look at that, goddess. Oh, truly, truly. Don't say this. Oh yeah, these are. Oh, she knows how to model. Look at them angles, yo. A bitch in the ring, though. Yeah, Ooh. I'm loving it. So worthy then to be on the wall. She's worthy. She's she's definitely worthy. So yes, this one right here. This this is what I want. This is what I want to on look at my screen. I want that one. Ooh. I want this one. Is she her, tied her. up? Jeez. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm always drained. By the time we finish with these with these sacrifices, man, I'm like, oh, so drained. So can a motherfucker breathe? Can a nigga breathe? Breathe, yo. And <laughs> Papo was so motherfucking drained that he dropped off of the motherfucking show. Like that nigga was just done, done. <laughs> So once again, those are dedications. Miss Deadly Red, who you can find on Tumblr. China, who you can find in your local adult shop. Bianca Hayes, who you can find on Hot Tub Time Machine 2 coming up shortly. And Sophia Botella, who you can find on Kingsman very, very shortly. Now, I guess on that note, once again, our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, articles you want to hear our opinion on, you can send them over there. Uh, find us on the web on the following sites Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, Podomatic. Just add IBHM Podcast in the appropriate spot. Yo, and yo, Papo's you're gonna, yo, back. tell me. Yo, I'm sorry. I got so excited. I didn't click I the button. Me. I saw how drained I was. <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't oh, find the shit. rags. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you can you hear me? I can I can't hear you. Ah shit. Oh, but son. your Reaper's still playing, so this will be yeah. interesting to uh, hear it so. back. So All right. Just uh, keep it going. Keep make it sure flowing. you subscribe to our show on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podomatic. Just search I'm black, he's Mexican, and Popo just messaged me. <laughs> okay, I'll keep it flowing. <laughs> Fucking, um, yeah, so subscribe to the motherfucking show. If you don't feel like doing any of that, take your lazy ass over to IBHMPodcast.com where you can find all of our fucking media links over there. Now, once again, I'm black, he's Mexican, and if you didn't like this podcast, Popo, what might they be? Just a motherfucking cocksucking Drake singing ass some bitch. You a some bitch. Just say some bitch. Oh. 
And that's the kind of racist that you are. I couldn't hear it. I'll hear it on the motherfucking playback. So, on that note, uh, until next time. Whoa. Yeah. Goodbye, motherfucker. Bitch. Bang, bang. Yeah, bang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you gotta love it. Oh, you got. Oh, you gotta love it. I heard what's circulating. Let's get to the bottom of it. I told one to send me something and I got it covered. Somehow I always rise above it. Why you think I got my head in the clouds on my last album cover? The game is all mine and I'm mighty possessive. Little Wayne could not have found him a better successor. Every shot you see him taking me, they're all contested. Allen Iverson, Shooty, all these niggas all in question. Last night I went to sleep wanting more. Trying to decide what direction I should go towards. Some nights I wish I could go back in life. Not to change shit, just to feel a couple things twice. 28 at midnight, wonder what's next for me. Longevity, wonder how long to check for me. Probably forever if I stay in my zone. I speak on a generation, but can't change it alone. I heard a little, little homie talking reckless and vibe. That's why the platform you chose, you should have kept it inside. Oh, you tried it, so childish, calling my name on a world stage. You need to act your age and not your girl's age. It gets worse by the annual. My career is like a how-to manual, so I guess it's understandable, man. Oh, you gotta love it. You gotta love it, yeah. I know rappers that call paparazzi to come and get them. To show they outfits off, guess they need the attention. I remember when it used to be music that did it. But then again, times have changed, man. Who are we kidding? I'm managed by my friends that I grew up with. I'd rather get at 15% of people I fuck with. If me and Future hadn't made it with this rapping, we'd probably be out in silicone trying to get our billions on. But here we are. Yeah. Lately, I feel the haters eating away at my confidence. They scream out my failures and whisper my accomplishments. Bitches alter my messages like we have words. And stories about my life hit the net like a bad serve. Bitter women, I'm over texting the PMS and crazy this year. Fucking with my image, I was trying to reach the youth so I could save them this year. Fuck it, I guess I gotta wait till next year. And I heard someone say something that stuck with me a lot. About how we need protection from those protecting the block. Nobody looking out for nobody. Maybe we should try and help somebody or be somebody instead of being somebody that makes the news so everybody can tweet about it. And then they start to RP about it. And four weeks later, nobody even speaks about it. Damn. I just had to say my piece about it. Oh, you gotta love it. But they scared of the truth, so back to me showing out in public. That's a hotter subject. I've been whipping Mercedes, a nigga trying to budget. I gotta make it back to Memphis to check on my cousins. Shout out to Ashley, Taja, Bianca, Julia, Erica, Southern America. Part of my heritage, part of my arrogance, part of my hair again. That's that comeback flow, comeback flow. Once I start, it's apparent. I'm with a girl who asks so big that's partly embarrassing. But fuck all the blushing and fuck your discussions and fuck all the judgment. Your content's so aggressive lately, what's irking you? Shit is getting so personal in your verses too I wanna prove that I'm number one over all these niggas Being number two is just being the first to lose My city dictated music, nobody's seeing us Winner here already, but somehow I'm heating up Been observing the game and feel like I've seen enough Let's drop a tape on these niggas, then we'll see what's up Yeah, boy you rapping like you've seen it all You rapping like the throne should be the three of y'all Best I ever had, seems like a decade ago Decade and flow, and I still got a decade to go. Oh, please, take it easy. Where's the love and the peace? Why you rapping like you come from the streets? I got a backyard, but money seems to come from the trees. And I'm never, ever scared to get some blood on my leaves. Phantom sliding like the shit just hit a puddle of grease. I cook the beef well done on the double with cheese. Special order for anybody that's coming for me. Shit, you probably flinch if somebody sneezed. You see, they got me back talking like it's just 40 Ollie and me. Cutting all loose ends, I be the barber for free. 
I'm almost at four minutes going off on the beat. Feel like I'm in the Malibu that had the claws on the seats, man. Oh, you gotta love it. Yeah. And on top of that, it's getting harder to eat. Rappers downgrading houses, putting cars on a lease. To think labels said they have a problem marketing me. And now it's everybody else is getting hard to believe. But man, oh, you gotta love it. Oh. Yeah. Talk product cover. I know your girl well, just not in public. Blame the city, I'm a product of it. Young nigga from the city, you gotta love it. Yeah, gotta love it. <laughs> yeah.